So, Fragile. <laughs> What'd you think? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Bro, I really liked it. It's not bad. I really liked it. Like, it's not a bad episode. This is, okay, we have made fun of so many things in the past. Because at the beginning, I really was going to start making fun of the whole Clark and child thing. Where it's Clark acting like a jackass while trying to be an older brother or trying to take care of a child, Evan, who he really didn't love once he grew up. But for the first time, I really like a relationship they give us. I think it's because he's a girl dad. I also think he kind of embodied John so much because he knows that there's not a John around. And someone has to be able to be that person for others just like he was to him. Because technically, John would be like this with John would be exactly like Maddie. Dude, he made Bart a sandwich. That's true. <laughs> as much as I can touch shit. That was because he was wanting to hang out that day. That's what and I mean. no one wanted to hang out with but him. But if you have superpowers, he doesn't care. Do you want to hang? It's like, dude, you know my son? Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a sandwich. Do you want a sandwich? <laughs> I know how to make sandwiches. Even Martha says something in the episode mentioning John. I actually feel like, because hear me out, Joseph. I haven't said this enough. That with Vengeance, Tomb, and Cyborg not existing, let's get rid of them. <laughs> And this episode happened mm-hmm. right after, what's number 12, the famous? Reckoning. Reckoning. Dude, our famous one. I know, no, Remember, no. go watch us if you haven't already. Somebody was going to call it Snow, Hunger Games on the Mind. <laughs> but after Reckoning, I feel like this would have been the perfect episode where now we have that Clark breaking through, realizing, getting in touch with John. I would have loved this. This is the next episode. And and not to spoil too much, but like what happens with Lana, it that would, would have actually made more sense too. And how crazy would it have been if you saw that? That would have been way. a crazy twist. You give me that last episode yes. and then over here we're going to get this? Joseph, if I rearrange season five, I can make it fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we're just we'll just pretend like those are just kind of muted, and yeah, like yeah. we'll just say season five has been great. This episode would have been great right after, because you think it's gonna be filler. It automatically opens up freak of the week. Oh no, I don't want to do this again. But all of a sudden, there's so many things happening. Even Chloe, I don't know if I agree with what she's done, but Chloe even steps on people's toes. This is this is a lot. This is a lot going on. I just feel like with Clark, he finally seems like he's maturing, growing Mm -hmm. up. Someone's not bringing him down. And that's someone, I I don't know if they can lose Villain of the Year. I, I just, I don't know who else is more evil to the point of, I feel like Lex right now is a victim. Really? He doesn't know what he's getting himself. He doesn't know what he's getting himself into. <laughs> That's true. This is but I no, mean. technically he does because he's been around this person a while. I don't know if he does. He's been around this person for. I can't give him that. No, no, no. He's seen it. Unless he's he, been even part of it. Unless he has had a PI around Lana this much. No way. Damn. He doesn't know what she really is. The devil. (laughs) The fucking devil. (laughs) You're the goddamn devil! 
be yeah. a. It's not fragile, dude. It's fragile. It's fragile because glass. It shatters. We do have Mr. Glass here. I guess this is technically Mr. Glass. Yes, this would be that villain's name. Yeah, this is the true Mr. Glass. Whoa. Dude, are you only saying that because he's white? <laughs> yeah, he's pure. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's not in a wheelchair. <laughs> Clarify, you're the Mexican one. Clarify. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have much color. I didn't color. say this. He doesn't have much color, but no, he's no, also you, in you, a wheelchair. No, no, you. You're, you're Mexican, so yeah. you can say these things. Yeah. Well, I can't. But you're agreeing. No. <laughs> little hesitation there dude well no you put a pause <laughs> you like muted me and then you <laughs> unmuted me yeah but this is this is fragile episode 18 season 5 smallville oh we underestimated this one man we underestimated this one a lot we have a we have a cool little new kid character we had like you i think you mentioned earlier ryan we had uh evan who both suck yeah ryan was better uh, yeah, he had too Evan many, killed his own dad. Yeah, but Ryan had too many problems, like too many issues. Dude, he he had the balls that Clark didn't, bro. He told him, "Hey, yo, bang Lana, bro. Like, if you don't, I will. That if was, I'm alive." That was when they were fifteen. Okay, so that doesn't mean anything. Everybody wants to bang at fifteen. Clearly, Clark doesn't even want to bang at 19, dude. Actually, what Clark is, I don't want you to make fun of Clark this episode. <laughs> I really don't, because I don't even want to hear that he's high. I don't think he's high at all. You know what's crazy? Like, why he, he's so great in this? Why? It's because Tom Welling directed this episode. Shut the hell up. Are you lying? Nope. Are you telling the truth? Oh, I'm telling the truth, baby. Damn Directorial it. debut, Tom Welling. Now this shatters everything you're thinking about the episode, doesn't it? <laughs> That is my first fun fact on the Somebody Save Me podcast. As you know, we are the two nerdy He's idiots. He's no better than John. I'm going to change my character. I'm going to make it seem like I, was, I, I was, know how to I make someone waiting, grow. I was waiting for this. But hold on. That makes me think that Clark is acting like John. So now there's an underline of Tom acting like, it's like John. Going so weirdly, it it's going weirdly meta right now. It's going father-son atmosphere still. But like in real life and in the show. I accept it now. I'm okay with it's the episode. Crazy. I'm still okay with it now. John, what episode was that again? <sighs> that John directed. Talisman. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. I can't make fun of that. Season three, episode twenty. But that Talisman. was okay. But that was also his character. That was the only thing offbeat. Because the problem is, I'll always remember Jeremiah Bullfrog. I was actually telling Nicole this the other day, because she did compliment you. I will tell you this about your voices and accents with some of these characters. And I told her, no matter how much shit I can talk about you, your Jeremiah Bullfrog was flawless. <laughs> Dude, I'd have to watch that shit again. <laughs> you would right. have to get it perfect to get Big it. Big Rusty. Big Rusty. But it was so great. And I can't hate on him for directing that episode, just like I can't hate on Tom for directing this episode. Once again, full circle. Yeah. It's kind of unreal. <laughs> Is that why Tom has a mustache, too? Like, dude, you saw that, right? But he's... To, I, the re- no, dude, don't even give him that. Because I you am because he's depressed because he's been growing it out. Let me tell you who's depressed. Who? Me. About what? Everything with Lana. <laughs> it's so... You know what? I'm not even depressed. I'm angry. I'm depressed for Chloe, dude. She's just caught in the middle. 
Nope. Sorry. All right, you know what? We're not even going to... See, you wanted me to jump ahead. We got to get to it. All right, but guess what? We mentioned Dr. Glass, Mr. Glass, whatever the fuck. Yeah, we're going to have a new power. And it's kind of interesting about the power, too. Kind of. How it, well, both of them, I should mean. Like, well, it doesn't really make sense overall, either. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that, too. Yeah, because so, someone else had a fun fact about it, and I and I thought, oh, I didn't know that, either. Hmm. Interesting. Science rules. <laughs> All right. But yes, thank you for joining us this week once again to review another weirdly good episode that did not think would happen. Leave the five stars. No, no. Five pieces of glass. Mmm. Mmm. The seven pieces of eight? Maybe. Or oh, no, no, no. Five diamonds. Oh. Yes. Never did get those diamonds. Yeah. So, so we basically watched Blue Streak, too. I was going to say, then they put them in the uh, ventilator shaft. What, ventilator shaft? AC unit? What do they call where they put the air that Clark's able to fit inside? I don't know how he fit in. <laughs> Still impossible to this day. It's impossible. But I do want to say, very similar. Very similar here. Yeah. And at first, I was on our villain side, and then it got weird. So, now I'm not on his side. It didn't make sense towards the end. No, we kind of got lost in the sauce. <laughs> Otherwise, solid episode. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, but again, leave the five pieces of glass. Five okay? diamonds. Five diamonds. Whatever you want to leave, dude. As long as it's five. All right? Well, yeah, yeah. If you're not leaving five, I'm, I'm so tired. And I get it. You didn't want to listen to Vengeance Chronicles. I get it. But seriously, leave the five diamonds. For real. Like, Andrea Rojas. For sure. I don't think anyone wants to bring it. And you know what? I also just cannot believe. Why didn't we get a better? Even Maddie would have been cool to have a female on the team later on. Or they should have just killed her. What? <laughs> Kill Maddie? <laughs> really throws for a loop. Yeah, and Clark absorbs her powers. <laughs> <laughs> they eat her. <laughs> They're poor. They're that poor on the farm. <laughs> the The Senate race is not going good. Yes, they have to eat her in order to bring back John. They try to sacrifice her. Blood ritual, dude? <laughs> They're doing some Voldemort shit. They invite, uh, was it, Brother Blood? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, let's get him mixed yeah. in with this. Let's just throw in anyone. Yeah, Dark side shows up. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again for listening. We're going to start now on Fragile. Let's do it. No, you have to make pieces of glass sound. Let me break something. (laughs) (laughs) Let me break this beer bottle. Okay, but we pull up to a random house. We have a, a white lady and a white child, both blonde. Dirty blonde? I don't even know why that matters. We have an old lady and a young girl. Okay, she's, she's wearing a pink shirt. Mom's wearing a pink shirt. Kid's wearing green. 
She's on the phone with Martha, and Martha is telling her that Clark is on his way over in order to come pick up the documents. So, obviously, this woman works with Martha already. We got the little girl who's sitting at the dinner table. She says, bye, Martha. Maddie, what are you doing? What are yeah, you doing she just leaves the food, and she's like, it's time to eat, sweetheart. And Maddie starts going into a weird little, like, troubled child You can thing. draw later. Yeah. Hey, put that shit down. Go and eat my damn food. I want us to eat as a family, Maddie. Yeah. Maddie's still drawing. It's She's getting more crazy with her pencil Doing there. some insidious shit. Yeah. Um, listen, you need to listen to me right now. And now, Maddie starts kind of tussling with the mom. Because she says, you need to go to your room if you're not going to listen to me. Maddie says, you can't tell me what to do. But she, she didn't really say she that because she anything. doesn't talk. She she's, must, she's muted. She's deaf. That's why her yelling at him or her is not going to work. Autistic. I thought deaf. That's when I was like, this lady's really messed up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you thought deaf and she's just like yelling at her? She would be signing. Would she? She doesn't seem like a nice person. I don't know. All right, but, but hold on. You actually have to pay attention to this, too. Okay. Because, no, no, you could definitely go on with the scene, but you have to describe Maddie's reaction right so, here. So, yeah, Maddie tussled with her, and she ended up breaking up the jar, glass jar, of, or pitcher of water. Mom freaks out, is like, what just happened? And then she goes to approach it, and then now the mom says, every glass I've broken, it's because of you. Yep. <laughs> okay. Wait, Every so glass. all the glass, all the glass, you've broken. I don't know if that's true, though. I think Mom was maybe kind of lying in order to blame her for everything, which also... She's trying to get rid of her? This is a weird reaction. I didn't even think this was her child from the way she is talking to her. I immediately didn't think they were actually blood. Yeah. I, I assumed she was like a stepmom at the least. Kidnapped? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> if you, yeah, we want to go that dark? But with her even recognizing, by the way, her name is Naomi. She is saying, wait, they didn't warn me about this. I'm going to call the adoption agency. All of a sudden, glass starts breaking in the background. Maddie got scared. How long has she yep. had her? This is my question, too. Because there's a fucking picture of them together. Yeah. Well, okay, so technically... a. How Martha tells the story makes it seem like she was adopted right after the accident with her mother, which would have been after three years old. But then she mentions like all those other accidents. Oh, it wasn't with other people? Yeah, no, no. It it was was just her. her. Yeah, that's what I mean. She blamed all of her problems on Maddie. But why is it that Maddie's like mad now? What's she so angry about now? I don't think she's angry. I think well, she's like just being at the dinner table and shit. Like she's all of a sudden just like, why is she acting like that? It's hormones, puberty. I agree. It seemed off. Where I could only make something up in order for her to be this way. Otherwise, was Maddie this awful? Was like, yeah, like uh, that's that seems so off to me. And so, um, I'm going to fuzzy and getting your ass out of my house. Yeah, I can't take this anymore. And then now Maddie tries to reach for her. She's like, "No, don't touch me, you freak!" You basically, she's basically calling her a freak. Go to your room. Go to your room. Maddie runs to her room, 
And now, but the glass is still shaking. So we're obviously thinking that Maddie's over here doing something. Watch Maddie in this scene because she is freaking out. We think she is the one shattering the glass. Yeah, she even like tries to like grab her head almost like she's like it's hurting. But all of a sudden, she goes and hides under her bed. Now that I'm, you know, now that that I rewatch it again, like what if it's like a battle going on? Oh no, I didn't think that actually. I was thinking like a battle. I don't know if she thought that she was the one that broke the picture frame or not. Because we do figure out... Because you just say she got scared. Yes. She jumped. No, no. The reason why I'm saying that is I don't know if she thought she did it accidentally. Yeah. Because we find out a little bit about her abilities later on. I didn't know if she got scared because she was even surprised she did that versus this scene... She knows that she is not doing this. It seems that way. Yeah, she's because even when I did first watch it, I was like, "Is she doing it?" Like the way she's reacting, and then it's kind of going back and How forth. How the editing so is, yeah, the editing with Maddie's eyes like going back and forth, and then like in the house, multiple glass items are breaking from like walls and fish tanks and shit. There's water everywhere now. Jesus, Maddie. Maddie's going to have to clean that up. Maddie's crying. Either way, we cut back downstairs where Naomi is getting up from having all of the glass shattered. She then is, for some reason, walking towards this a piece of glass. This walks is walks towards a, a mirror, like a big mirror in front of a fireplace. And it's shaking. Yeah. So it, everyone knows that it's about to explode. Yeah, and she continues to look at it face like right no, no, there. She got closer, Joseph. She got about and an screams inch away. no. She screams no, like hysterically, like ah. By the way, she waited a good ten seconds. It was like the guy, the security guy in Austin Powers, who's holding up his hand. <laughs> ah! <laughs> look out! Move! Look at move! <laughs> By the way, she had all the time in the world there. She really did. Oh my god, get closer! You know you know what she could have done? Ducked. Or, god, I hate this kid, kill me. <laughs> opens her arms, embraces it, like... Like, uh, damn, do you remember in uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2? Time Out Twilight? When we one got... of the Volturi, the, the older guy, looks like he could be the dad, I guess. Like... He has the long hair, like, right here, but he's, like, I don't know, pretty thin face. He looks, like, he's just very quiet. He's not, like, the main dude or anything. Damn, what's his name? You say it's one of the Volturi? Yeah. See, I don't know those guys' names. Those guys are weirdos. But, yeah, the one that ends up just, like, standing in the middle of that snow fight. Oh. And two people are charging at him, and he's just, like, finally. finally. <laughs> and just embraces I death mean, real quick. That guy was the worst. Yeah, but that was, that could have been Naomi. That could have been her. Whoever that is. Someone in the chat. Someone in the chat. Someone in the comments. Just put his name in there. By the way, if you know his name, you have problems. I won't look it up until this episode airs. I've. If you know the name, you don't have problems. I read all the books. Don't worry. Yeah, you read all the books. That's why I asked you. Yeah, but I don't remember the fourth one at all. The fourth one is so terrible as far as book-wise. Movie-wise, they actually did something with it. Thank God. (laughs) Fourth one is so awful to get through. And plus, I only read them, Joseph, because I was waiting for them to do it. Okay? So you're the (laughs) pervert. Guess what? Didn't do that. All all I'm trying to say is it didn't disappoint. (laughs) I can't even read, bro. I'm not surprised. Oh, okay. <laughs> My skin color, You're huh? You're like Maddie. <laughs> Deaf. 
But we are after the intro now. We are now. We're now opening up to the scene. Maddie Kent House is at the Kent House, and Clark has her brought her here, obviously, because he was coming over. He was on his way. He was coming over, and then. The is that a new sh- is that the new sheriff? Yeah, they say deputy. Oh, they don't deputy. say sheriff because I thought the same thing. He just looked like a promising type of character, not just some raggedy person they got off the street. I actually thought he was going to be something. I mean, with this scene though, obviously with Martha knowing Naomi, her being her chief of staff when it came to being the senator. So I'm guessing her number two. Now she is going to be watching Maddie until the morning when CPS will be coming in order to pick her up. Now they turn to Maddie and they say, hey, Clark, of course, has to just be one with words and immediately asks Martha, so what the fuck's wrong with her? Um, <laughs> what's up with this kid, man? But, yeah, so deputy gone and... Martha's, yeah, it just makes no sense. Who would murder Naomi like this? Like, what happened? Okay, I here's the first time they mentioned this, and we're going to put it on hold All a little Naomi bit. All Naomi wanted to do was help people. Did Naomi seem nice to you? No! Okay! Right. I, and by the way, this comes up later on. Uh, you're going to eat your dinner. <laughs> oh, you don't want to eat like a family with me? Gumpsters! Yeah. I don't know if that's loving. She really cared about children. She had a facility... She had a youth center. Who cares? Probably like smuggling money through it. Drug money. Naomi looked like that person. Why was there so much glass? She was a mule? Yeah. Why was there so much glass? Why was there so much glass? (laughs) It looked like glass was being thrown in through the window, though. Yeah, and so, yeah, deputy left, right? And so she, Martha's continued to talk about, oh, this foster parent, you know, before she, she was just a foster parent before she was chief of staff for me. Okay, chief of staff for Martha. And Clark's like, yeah, Ma- she, uh, Maddie has not let, said a word, and apparently she hasn't really talked since she was three years old when her mother was killed. See, and by the way, just to pause it real quick here, I, that's why I thought that's when she adopted her. Maybe not. That was kind of the only hint of Naomi and her having maybe some type of relationship beforehand. Otherwise, Joseph, I'm agreeing with you. It looked like six months. Yeah. That they had been together. The adoption agency didn't tell me about this. You wouldn't make a call that fast if you loved her and you were taking care of her for five years. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe she never loved her. But also, really, she hasn't said a word since she was three years old. Well, we find out, though, that's not true. Yeah, it's so stupid. Let's keep going. So she's been through countless foster homes, right? And what was the thing about Lionel? I forgot. She, Martha says, okay, Clark, uh, I need to go call Lionel. He's in London. Uh, Mom, what do you need to call Lionel for right now? Well, him and Naomi were really close. Uh, They used to work together at the Children's Foundation. So he needs to know. That's what it was. They worked together. Clark even says, Mom, Mom, I think this could wait till the morning. It'll just take a minute. Why do we need to talk to Lionel this bad? Hey. He needs to know now. He's a confidant. (laughs) I missed you. (laughs) Guess what? I got a girl here. Guess what? Another dead body. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) 
So Clark's yeah, he's hesitant on the whole uh, Lionel thing, and but he decides to take this time give Maddie some attention. Goes over to Maddie, he's just like, "Hey, what are you, what are you drawing?" She doesn't respond. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite the artist, aren't you? Still not talking to me, huh? <laughs> All right, fine. Nice you know, black tree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm an artist too. And uh, you should actually see. Well, I'll just I'll just show you, just prove it to you if you don't believe me, Maddie. Still not saying anything to me. All right. <laughs> yeah, still not even making eye contact with him. Maddie by the way. is about to draw a hanging dead person off that black tree. <laughs> Swear to God, <laughs> Clark. <laughs> but as Clark is then telling her, "All right, don't laugh too hard, though. Some people might call this a self-portrait of myself." <laughs> He then turns around the piece of paper, and it's a stick figure with a gigantic head. She immediately smiles. I put in the notes, this started stupid, but it's not that stupid. Oh, my God. No, bro. What? I'm No, no, no. I'm not talking about this next Oh, time. you're saying it's... St- okay, sorry. No, no, no. I was Misheard. About- yeah. You, now it's stupid. Well, no, no, no. I meant with Clark showing up and be like, what's wrong with her? All right. <laughs> You're an artist. See, I thought that was all dumb. But how it ended with his drawing, I thought that. Yeah, he's like playing with her and shit. For her age, too, I go, that's pretty good humor that you got I thought, I thought you meant this next scene, that this is where it gets stupid. No, this doesn't get stupid. No, it does. So Taylor. I am. Okay, I get it then. Because with this next scene... Please get it. This is the building of a relationship. This is something that I enjoyed, was this scene in particular. Maybe the others, you got me. It's fucking gross. This one's not that gross. No, it's gross. What I Because lo- of the people. No, because they're the villains. Remember, Kingpin Vanessa, right? It's Victoria. <laughs> it's Vanessa. Damn it! <laughs> I made you look dumb even when you're right! <laughs> okay, but getting to this next scene, we are now at the Lana and Chloe dorm, where we have... It's Chloe's dorm, dude. There's no way Lana goes to school. <laughs> she doesn't. I don't know what her class. are. I think are they just in. never got another roommate, and she's been finessing that room. But at this point, with Lex Luthor, with him donating money to the college, she probably pays for her being there. Yeah, maybe. Oh, come on. He's never going to let her go. But with this scene, what I do love already with the start of it, as Lana and Lex are now coming through the door, it seems that they were looking over some government documents. Lana brings it up. I have to admit, I do enjoy having these documents while we have some spicy tuna rolls together. I love sushi. Clark could never afford it. It was so hot when he spoke fluent Japanese. Uh, when you're taking the, or you're making the orders. When you order the entire meal for us. Okay, here here's my thing. You already knew that he spoke different languages. Obviously, with Lex Luthor, people would have known with him making big business deals around Look at town. that fucking face, dude. I actually enjoy this. Face. Look at him. Look at that smug little bitch. This is a deserved face. This is a deserved face from him because what I love is then him even looking at her. Stop it. You can't fool me. You loved it even with those squid brains. Lex, I was thinking these documents are marked classified. That means I shouldn't read them, right? 
I, I just feel so weird having them because the government could be after me. <laughs> it could be so dangerous. <laughs> Lex she, says, oh, Lana, if there's an alien out there, don't worry. The last thing they're going to be looking for is Lana Lang. She then gives a weird look like he just called her an idiot. But as the scene <laughs> continues, look at her face. She's like, wait, what? I'm, did you just call me dumbass? <laughs> Besides, you're the only one, Lana, who knows my transgression. So everything in your hands that I give you is safe, just like my heart. You must really trust me. A hundred percent. And they're like, they're like in kissing position right now. I, I hope you feel the same way about me, Lana. I do. And they are now looking, Lana and him both look Dude, at each other. He's looking at her lips and she shit. She did it too. And now as they are about to kiss, we have Chloe that walks in and is now, um, whoa, sorry, I forgot my pencil in the did you library. S- did you see this? Like Lana's face, like she, because later on when she yells at Chloe, but right now she really makes it seem like, oh yeah, what, what are you freaking out about? Look right here. Like what? Like Joseph. Lana's saying, "What are you talking about? There's nothing going on here." <laughs> Joseph. Chloe makes it so awkward, though. Joseph. What? Here's my thing. Lana and Chloe don't talk, and they haven't talked for a while. She said it in tune. This is true. So if we're still going in order here. After the breakup with Lana and Clark, they really have been completely distant from one another. So with Chloe even walking in, seeing them together, she probably... I don't like her reaction. You saved Lex. Mm -hmm. And also, he called you last time in order to make sure that Lana was okay. I'm just confused why she's even confused of seeing him there, seeing that they're getting close. I, I just feel like she's hinted that this could happen, and now all of a sudden we're upset because it is happening. I mean, that's another thing, too. Like, we've literally been shown this shit, and I can't really be mad. But I can. But it's leading up to it. No, no, I'm just saying Chloe's reaction to it is, in my opinion, a little inappropriate. And if you do have a problem with it, maybe you should talk to your fucking roommate. That's like that's all this is. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Talk to them directly. Talk to them exactly. We don't go around being around the bush here. Just a full fucking circle. Full fucking circle, dude. Wow, beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> unbelievable. I'm just mind-boggling on that revelation yeah, there. weird that this is right how for some reason the two people that should talk are not talking yeah so yeah chloe's just like oh sorry i forgot my uh, marker in the library and then the- leaves and then that's it doesn't but- even say anything and then but this is also how you know before we get to the next scene on why they're not close anymore i feel like the real chloe if they were close would have made them awkward yeah. Would have walked in and been like, what were you two doing, huh? <laughs> like, right. she would have done something along those lines, not full freak out. So, next scene, we come to the Clark barn. This is the world-famous Kemp barn, Maddie. You know, my dad used to let me jump into all the haystacks in here, you know, when I was young. I used to do that all the time. 
Hey, wait a minute. Why don't you close your eyes for a second, Maddie? Got a surprise for you. It'll be worth it, I promise, because she's kind of skeptical. And so she turns around, closes her eyes. Clark speed runs and makes a giant fucking haystack, dude. Also, Maddie can jump in it, bro. You know why it's crazy, too? Why? You know why she's not surprised that he was able to make a haystack? Because Clark most likely has been showing her how to do magic for the past hour. So she probably just assumed this is another one of Clark's magic tricks. I'll turn around so that something can happen. Yeah, because he did the... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But he is a magician, dude. That's what I mean. He's actually a fan of the magic. Also, so am I. And that, But that explains why she's not even questioning, oh, this guy has powers. No, instead she's like, this guy's Houdini. Wait... What kind of magic can you do? What is that? What else can you do, man? Alakazam. Yeah, haystack, and then built it for nothing because he's like, you don't want to jump? Okay. Afraid of heights, huh? You're afraid of heights? I get it. I'm afraid of heights, too. <laughs> pussy. <laughs> you know Maddie. Wait, wait, did you call Maddie a pussy? No, 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 Clark. <laughs> I call Clark. Because man has jumped buildings, bro. He jumps up. He's run up, run down. I'm pretty sure he's done it all. We're afraid of heights? You know you can... He has said this before. That's why he can't be a pilot. Stop. He can take bullets. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm high off the ground. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah, so... My man's really just trying here. But he's like, you know what? I get it, Maddie. Honestly, he gets down on his knees. He's like getting to her level. He's like, I was an orphan too. It's like, damn, okay, we're hitting home a little bit. You know All right, okay. You know, we're hitting <laughs> home right, a little why bit. Why are you Speaking your of chest or- like this? This is getting ridiculous. Speaking of orphans, Shelby walks in. When's the last time we saw fucking Shelby, dude? Lockdown. <laughs> was it? Yeah, you like how I knew? How'd you know that? It was a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was she doing in lockdown? I don't know. I can't remember either. Interesting. I can't remember why Shelby's there. But Clark. Clark realizes she loves dogs. Yeah, she loves dogs. And she's actually he actually uses his super hearing right now. And he's like, holy shit. She can talk. Because she is speaking to Shelby. Saying it like in a whisper, I guess. Yeah, good dog. Yeah, good, good dog. dog. Good dog. Good dog. And he's like, okay, looks like Shelby likes you. And Maddie's just kind of still ignoring him. <laughs> I, I think, But she, she's smiling more. Exactly. She is showing a little bit more of a personality side. Clark has a mustache. It's a five it's o'clock showing. shadow. It's he showing. is going through a breakup, dude. <laughs> right? But he it's broke up with her. For like five months. <laughs> he broke up with her. I don't know how long the breakup has been. Bro. If this episode is after reckoning, <laughs> hear me out. It would be perfect. <laughs> I guess, man. Look, but Clark does say, like, you know, look, you know, dogs, they listen to you. They're good companions. But I know I'm not, you know, what that is. But I'll never... Well, you said I'm not as furry, I don't have a tail, but I promise... I'll never I'm- be mean to you or anything, I won't hurt you. Like- and she trusts him. Mm-hmm. And she finally speaks and says, what's up there? Which would be his loft. And she starts immediately running up the stairs in order to go and see. 
Clark then acknowledges he is very happy because he's getting her to open yeah, up. Yeah, he smiles big, and he's like, it's kind of like my clubhouse, to be honest. So they run up there. She's like, oh, you're so lucky. She's talking a lot now. We got. She's not a mute. But yes, she says this place is great. You're, you're so lucky. Yeah. Clark says you could be lucky, too. Well, those people are crazy. I like you. If she Clark says, says that people because don't like people me. don't like me because yeah. I'm weird. Hey, is this your girlfriend? Why does he? Why does he have a picture of Jess Lana? Well, she it's used not to even. Be. It's not a part of this, Joseph. It's not even a couple's picture. It's just her. What I enjoy though is that Clark immediately wants to change the subject, and he says, "Hey, you go horseback riding." Yeah. Enough about that dumb bitch. Yeah, I don't want to go down that <laughs> road. Thanks, Maddie, for bringing things up. <laughs> Brings his fist up. Sorry. Wait, wait sorry. I said I wasn't going to be mean to you. I said sorry, I wasn't going to be mean to you. You like horses? <laughs> you want to go on the horses? Yeah, because I do. Because that's how Lana broke her leg. <laughs> All right, cool, because you can chat up Buttercup, because I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. So she even freaks out. He's like, you have horses? What I love Let's get to the villain of the episode. <laughs> Dude, she couldn't be any worse with kids. You can honestly have all of her scenes because I hate her. She could not be what any worse with kids. On? And like you said, they put her in the worst episodes. Why? Are like they... for herself. Why do they do this? this it's is... Lana's show. Remember who's getting the highlights this episode? <laughs> yeah, because there's such hot scenes. <laughs> She's getting all the good stuff, the chunks, By the, way, the substance. I, I could make the scenes hot, but this... Oh, I can't wait to get Maybe to Lana's high this. I mean, maybe Lois is high this time. No, she's angry. <laughs> like, that's not high. This is anger. Whoa, so you can't talk, huh, dumbass? <laughs> I knew you were a fucking liar. <laughs> What's up? I'm Lois. Puts the hand in her face. <laughs> and she's... Maddie's now not talking. Maddie's like, what the fuck? This is what I mean. To be honest, she might be autistic. Who? Maddie! Lois? <laughs> She's like, oh my god. I would be like that too, Joseph. Maybe. Because as You probably seem like a fun kid. You'd probably be more like, oh, a girl. <laughs> <laughs> what would I be doing with my hand there? Uh, a reach. If only people could see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so Clark's like, she's a little shy, Lois. Yeah, like, whatever, Clark. I, I, you're an artist. Here's some drawing, coloring books. What's Grab a bitch. Is it- <laughs> Go ahead. It's like the g- fifth grade crayons. <laughs> See that, Clark? I'm such a natural. <laughs> like, what type of... What is Lois doing? <laughs> she really does look at him. She's like... See that? She then says, hey, You see how I played her? (laughs) Clark is really looking at her. What are you doing here? I would believe that he, uh, in that scene, that that was more believable than what Lois is acting like. With Lois, she tells Clark in a whisper, hey, your mother called. That's why I'm here. She's in Topeka. And you know, it, crazy emergency meeting since chief of staff is dead. Yeah, crazy emergency meeting <laughs> with Lionel. Oh, I see what you mean. Uh-huh. Yes. Freaky time. Picking him up from the airport. Oh, also, Clark even tells Lois, hey, I think we're all good. It's it's actually cool. Um, No, she asked if I could help. I'm the one with the little sister, remember? You and your sister hate each other the hell are you talking about she came up with the whole scheme that was the worst example yeah She's, she stays doing this Why it was first Lois- the boyfriend thing and then now it's the si- like the sister like you were like basically another dad 
you hated growing up. Yeah. You apologized to her for the way you yeah, acted. Lucy is a whore. Yeah. Good parenting. Good big sister. She admit Lex wanted her. Yeah. Yeah, he did. No. He wanted too the, old. He wanted the talent. Lucy was younger. Lana's older. Are we sure about that? I'm positive. I don't think you are. I know all their ages. <laughs> Tell me their ages. All right. <laughs> Lana, 19. Ew, no, she's not. She's 20. Dude, we're fresh into the college year. This is 19, bro. This is past college year. Did she have a birthday yet? Yeah, no, we're like in May. No, nah, not yet. Yes, we <laughs> No, nah, not yet. May is like we're the last episode. 18. Yeah, we're probably like in March. <laughs> We've been in March for eight episodes. <laughs> well, what, I don't know what she says. Oh, yeah, she's like, we're going to go horseback riding. I was like, oh, well, come with you. Yeah, I'm a little rusty, but I can saddle up. <laughs> Clark and Maddie specifically are looking like Lois. You do not need to come. We're everything. good. You weren't invited. Uh... You know what? I'm going to bust the sports out. I'm game. Oh, you just want to be with Clark. How adorable. Too fucking bad. <laughs> I'm going to be in front of you. You'll hardly notice I'm there. Lois, why are you still pushing? And then Maddie decides to push herself and shit her pants real quick. <laughs> and blows up. She stresses when someone acts like a psycho. Either way... I would be mad at Lois because I feel like it's Lois's fault. Should we call her Mad Maddie? No. She looks kind of mad all the time. It's, it's got to be like Glassy Maddie. Okay, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Shatty Maddie? Yeah. Because <laughs> she shat her pants and shattered <laughs> that's the glass. That's not what I meant. <laughs> so she does a stress face reaction and ends up blowing up something. Clark's even like, what the hell? Light bulb. Light bulb. And even both of them, Lois and Clark, are like, oh, that definitely was her. <laughs> like, because Maddie runs out and Clark goes back in the house. I guess Lois stayed to clean up the bulb. Um, dude, this is very adorable. Maddie's here and Clark's just like, hey, what just happened in there? He goes and sits down with her because Maddie is now feeling like a loser. No, no, <laughs> Joseph, God, see, she feels, not, no, no, you're not ruining this, so Maddie now feels like that she is going to be rejected because she used her powers when she was stressed out and a little scared because some psycho named Lois decided to keep pushing, but what Clark does now suspect is that maybe she was the cause of Naomi's death. He then tells Maddie as he sits down next to her, listen, you have powers, you have abilities, I understand. Normal people can't even dream of what you are going through. It's it's going to be okay. Very nice, because Clark is the one that would understand. He just wants to be able to know the truth. Mm -hmm. Maddie then is still crying, but she is willing to open up because Clark isn't Lois. But she says, ever since I was little, I could make glass move. I could shatter it. When I get upset, I can control it. And, yeah, it breaks. So. Were you upset she, with Naomi? Clark now asks. I mean, it's a valid question because she's is. like, you think I killed her? It's like, well, Maddie, you have the power to break glass. And the way she did or the died, way the way she died. I mean, sorry, I'm just kind of, I'm just asking. Like, and even if it was an accident, then, I mean, we could still just go from there. You know what I mean? Like, And what's crazy is if she would have said just no. 
then I don't think Clark would have believed her. But she does even give a reason. Yes. I can't control anything through walls. And Clark would buy that. Clark would immediately be like, okay, wait, wait. And she does even say, I liked Naomi. I literally never wanted to hurt her. I just wanted to pause it. Hold on, Jess, before you go on. Remember how I said, why do people like Naomi? Did you get the feeling that she liked Naomi? That they were a loving household? Yeah, I didn't really get that either because Maddie literally looked like she dreaded dinner time. She was drawing black trees. But then even how Naomi reacted is valid, too, because then it made it seem on her side, oh, that doesn't happen often. But it also... Like, yo, what the hell? Nah. Like, why are you doing that? So then it would... And in a way, this may be immature from us, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're immature. But... No. Would this go back to then the puberty thing without trying to be funny? Because wouldn't that then explain that she has had her for a while? She's kind of having that teen, almost that teen angst a little bit. Like, oh, I'm just angry and mad. And Naomi's not used to it because she's used to her just I being get moody. Like, it's just, I feel like Naomi wouldn't have called the damn unless she was looking for a reason to get rid of her. Oh, God. I'm going to make the shittiest dinner. <laughs> I'm going to make her, I'm going to make her uh, their most least favorite dish. Undercooked eggs. Yeah. <laughs> eggs. Some random fucking noodles and a piece piece of like shitty bread. Not even cooked ramen. You get it hard. It's like half toasted ramen. No, no, no. It's not uh, half toasted bread. No, I was going to say it's going to be that bread that's toast, but then you leave it out for a while and then it's like hard to chew. No, no, Joseph. It's ramen and then you crush up a bag of hot Cheetos and then you (laughs) pour it in the ramen bag and you give it to someone. Like, without the water and shit. Without like, the water. Like, like yeah, it's no, all no. crunchy. It's all crunchy. Sweet. <laughs> That's the meal of champs. Rocky would have ate that going up those stairs, dude. He did eat that. Oh, shit. Gains. <laughs> Gains, dude. Cl- going back to that point, though, she admitting that that's a power thing... Clarky Mealy was into it. He's yeah, like, he was All right, like, "Holy it. shit, you, you definitely told me the truth just now." And yes. like, and he even smiles. He's like, "Thank you. Like, I appreciate that." And that's what he's probably saying in his head. But someone comes in to ruin the scene again. Yeah, Lois. She's like, "Hey, Clark, can you get the fuck away from your little girlfriend? I gotta talk to you." It's like, "All right, well, uh, we need to do something before we get fucking murdered." Um, no, I don't think she was the one that did this, Lois. Lois. I think she's chill. Like, I think she's got it under control. I think there's someone else with that power. Oh, so someone with the glass power, like her, just moseyed on into her, Mom? <laughs> Dude, why is she acting this way? Okay, and Clark's like, okay, Lois, just because she can do that shit doesn't mean, like, oh, it's automatically her. Like, it's, oh, she's it's the killer. Clark, Joseph. No! That's not. Why are they making Lois this way? Oh, I forgot. It's Lana's show. Lana's show. Lana has to look good the whole time. we got to bring down every other character. Even when they don't act like themselves. Unless Clark was secretly doing this as Tom on purpose in order to laugh at Erica behind the scenes as Lois. So once again, a double entendre? Is that what that one <laughs> Yeah, uh, is that what you want to call it? I don't know what else I would call it. <laughs> but Clark does say, all right, well, you know what? Believe me, Lois, I don't think it was her. I think, uh, give me an hour before you make that call to the police. I'm going to try to find some information. I think someone else is the cause of this. Lois says, you want me to stay with this girl? Why? You scared? Yeah. You scared? What's up? What's up? Yeah. 
I was just over there by myself. No big deal. What were you? <laughs> She's going to die in five minutes. What I love is that. Like, oh, yeah. Lois, if you're scared, I'll call Chloe. Chloe can take care of this. Yeah, Chloe would be a fucking breeze, dude. <laughs> Chloe would be like, what's up? Hey, you're Maddie? Let's go do something. Lois, though, you mean, I can take care of this small bill. All right, later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for saying yes. Got you. <laughs> Yeah, let's see if Lois gets the truth out of her. Also, Clark is playing some major game. Like, that was a great, like, reversal. Yeah, Usually crazy, Lois would do that, too. Right, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's only because Tom Welling directed. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. I can't believe that. The companion, too, is so, so funny because everyone's me. like, man, Tom really took the reins. Like, no one really guided him anything. Like, it was just like, he, he just talked to us about it. He knew what to do. Like, he just went in there. And just know, this is his first of a few, I think, that he directs. You know, you know what, though? I'm sorry, but I don't even say this. This is kind of the closest relationship I would... I would actually see Superman acting like this towards a kid than what I've seen with Ryan and Evan. Hmm. This seems like how Superman would but act. Dude, he was a kid then, man. Clark was young-minded. He didn't know any better. Evan was last year. <laughs> dude. Two years. A, no, no. No, two seasons. No, 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 it wasn't. It was last year. He was in season two, and then he showed up in season three. Ev- no, it's Ryan. I said Evan. Oh, sorry. Their names get mixed up yeah. here. Evan. Both four letters. That was last year. Yes. Ageless. Ageless. Episode 420. Yes. I'll never forget. And that's what I mean. That was just, according to you, not even last year, like, what, 10 months ago? <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Technically. Let's go to the DP. DP, man. Chloe's here. And it's like, yo, look, Clark. I just took a peek at the child services files. Maddie Van Horn, is that what she said? Yes. Maddie Van Horn is who she is. and a- She's not just accident prone, apparently. She's disaster prone. Well, Clark is still the only one that's trying to find something innocent about Maddie. Chloe even says, you're barking up the wrong tree. She's guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if my parents had like, died of like, been the foster care system, like, yeah, just easily accuse this kid of the crimes and stuff. But what I do enjoy is that, yeah, you know what, Clark, you have a lot of superpowers, but one of them that's not your best is your unrelenting way of wanting to believe somebody that should not be believed. Because I want to let you know, with the accident that involved her mother, it really wasn't just like a car accident, man. Yeah. She shows him the picture. It's completely flipped over. And it was witnesses being able to see during that night the windshield of that vehicle shattering. Who the fuck saw that? By the way, no, no, that means that it would have been like just driving down the 30 miles per hour. That would have been just on a main street. Yeah, I'm wondering who the fuck saw the windshield. Like, who's actually paying attention like that? That's what I mean. Like, no, no, I mean, that. that's probably the first thing they saw. You would be able to see that if they Behind the- them? I think I would see that behind them. Well, no, no, I'll put it to you this way on how I feel like it look. If you're walking down the street, you see... Somebody that's swerving, and then their car flips over, but the first thing you're going to notice is that their windshield is shattered. Hmm. Also, is that even really like glass? No, it's not. And apparently, that's another fun fact that it's not made out of glass. Interesting. Cause, yeah, windshields are like, what's that? Poly, poly something, bro. Dude, I don't know. Bill Nye. Polygon. <laughs> Go, Porygon! <laughs> Yeah, so Bill Nye the Science Guy, Bill Nye the Science, science Guy, science Bill, 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 Clark, 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 but Clark. science rules. 
So yeah, apparently the windshield broke, car flipped, the mom died. And then so Clark's like, so you think she killed her mom? It's like, well, didn't she say she was having trouble controlling her powers? I mean, did she? No, she, uh, she said, didn't you say that, Clark? <laughs> and Clark then looks down, I did say that. Damn it, that's kind of what I got. Okay, let's go to, this is all you. Let's go to another horrible scene with Lois. We're with the cows, bro. We're back with Lois We're at the farm. We're going far away from any glass because you're a freak. Yeah, stay by the fucking dirt, dude. This is weird. But yeah, they're picking. What does she have the basket for? They're doing a picnic? No, she's. Yeah, she, a picnic, but her whole goal is to go as far away from any glass while Clark is gone. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, with Lois taking her out, I was like, look! Look at that! We're, like, we're far from everything! We're just having the best time out here! Suck. Yeah, and Maddie's like, um, where's Shelby? At least she's talking to Lois, though. Oh, I have no idea. I'm allergic to him. Well, in all fairness, with that with that scene with Clark and Lois when they were going back and forth on the stairs, Maddie was listening. That was the one thing we did not mention. And what she would have saw is that Lois acknowledged that she would give Maddie a chance. That's true. So Maddie, I, I, it makes sense why she's talking. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then, yeah, so she, Lois is like, I don't know where Shelby's at. She, she fucking hates me. I'm allergic. Who gives a damn? Yeah, she's like, yeah, I even packed this stuff and all that. It's like, but how can you just stop and reject a PB&J? Maddie's gone. Maddie Maddie literally <laughs> ran back to the barn. She starts calling to Shelby. Lois immediately runs after her. All of a sudden, Lois catches up to her and says, hey, you need to stop. Maddie then starts making all the glass in the barn shatter. She says, cut it out before one of us gets hurt. Did Lois just threaten her? She threatened the child. She threatened her, correct? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me let me go back real quick because I do want to read that again. I went, yeah, what does this mean? Yeah, so she sees a glass moving and thinks it's Maddie, of course. And Maddie's just like, okay, okay. Now, why don't we both just seize on out of here before one of us gets hurt? Um, you're either meaning that the glass can either hurt both of y'all or you mean you're going to knock her out. <laughs> I got a spin kick with your name on it. And what I love, though... What the fuck did you just say? Yeah, and now we got some random dude. CPS. CPS. Who are you, Frank Colbert? Child services. What the fuck were you doing yeah, to that child? What did you just say to her? <laughs> okay, I know this looks crazy, man, but I'm trying to keep her as far away from glass as possible. What the hell did you just say? The guy's like, uh... Maddie, get in the car. Why don't we get in the car, man? Maddie shakes her head, no. Yeah, we no, don't no. want to go with the you child services. You don't service. want her in the car. She's a freak. What is wrong with Lois? Yeah, and the guy's like, okay, thanks for the concern. I'm just going to take you back to the shelter where you can get properly taken care of. And Maddie, get in the car. Intense music starts to play. Maddie's like looking back and forth like, oh, I'm not moving. I'm not fucking moving. And then we cut away. We cut away from that scene. We're with Lex. Oh, we spotted Milton Fun at 0200 Greenwich Mean Time, 40 kilometers north of the Somalian border. Thanks for jumping to something without actually setting it up. Luther Mansion, Lex is on the computer watching videos. I just said we were with Lex. Well, you got it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> but he is watching these videos on his computer, and what are they telling him? They tell them they spotted Milton Fawn. They have an attached video. AOL. 
Good news. Fine is in Namar. Make sure you mention AOL, dude. AOL. We're watching him as we speak. So he's getting multiple videos from different areas. Because one said Africa, and one said something else. Yeah, I was... You no, know, actually, there's actually something cool in the... And the companion about this. Well, it would be Thailand. How I looked at it as he is receiving videos of individuals that are following Milton Fine. Milton Fine being multiple people now being spread across the world. I'm assuming they're spreading diseases and then extracting the blood from them. But with these multiple Milton Fines, that's what Lex is then realizing there's more than one. Yep. And yeah, so he's got people doing that. And then who walks in? Chloe fucking Sullivan, dude. Chloe Sullivan. Actually, should I go with the fun fact now? Actually, I will. This should I was going to say, does it fit? Yeah, it does. All right. So, sorry. There's actually a nice little premise. As we just talked about was that with Lex, he has people looking, doing his research of Milton Fine literally across continents right now. There is actually a fun little thing, and I don't know, it doesn't say specifically who actually, like, sent this, like, blog memo thing, but this is actually... This, okay, this blog thing, hasn't it occurred in another episode before, too, of where it looks like he's typing something out specifically for a blog? I'm thinking it's it's internal. It's like an internal space for his employees. And if he has certain ones that he has a certain space, he can like like give out memos, blogs, or something like updates, forums and shit. So he just opened up a Microsoft Word document. And then he put a heading at the top. And then he t- and he gave access to multiple people, and they're just, like, having access at all time. Even for the internet, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but this is like Luther. But I do want to say this with this whole blog thing, which is why I bring it up. It just seems like that it's leading into, like, a Lex Chronicles. Well, it's just kind of cool because okay. this is, like, a little side story almost. It's like... So it shows Wait, so the actual web browser. What? It shows a whole little thing. I'll read it. I'll read this whole thing because it's nice. It's cool. Um... The browser itself, it says journals.aol.com project mrc2ldr slash project mercury. Okay, that already sounds cool. Sorry, right. sounds cool. Well, yeah. I already know why they chose Mercury 2. So this is Project Mercury 2.0. Are you trying to give me a spoiler right now? Well, it's just because like what he turned, like his liquid form, Milton Fun. That was Mercury? Well, just like it's oh, like Oh, you know mercury. the elemental table. Right. Oh. Uh. <laughs> What's weird guy. about this already on the heading is Project Mercury 2.0. It has the Luther Corp symbol on it, and it says Mission Journal. So, 2.0. <laughs> Thursday, April 13th, subject, welcome. Author, Project Mercury to Africa, global mission leader. So whoever is the Africa person, that's the mission leader right Mbaku. now. Mbaku. Yep. Yeah. Umbambe. <laughs> Thank you for mobilizing on such short notice for this project. As you have no doubt been advised by your team leaders, breaking the seal on your mission documents has obligated you to the strictest confidentiality. Your only means of communication with me will be via this blog. Mr. Luther and members of this scientific team will also be monitoring the proceedings through the blog, video updates from me, and the chief archaeologist and the images you upload were document. The target is codenamed... Mercury. What are you laughing about, dude? I'm just laughing because if you're a part of this group, if you send like some incomplete report, you're dead. <laughs> you're, you're fucked. If you send like a you're bad PowerPoint, not only are you you're fired, dead. you're dead. <laughs> That's what I just can't think. I would not want to be a part of this group. 
what's cool is this this because Lex actually Lex like, has sent you an invitation to climb. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> what's cool is like so the target is codenamed Mercury. Originally believed to be a CIA agent, Mercury is working in conjunction with Luther Corp on a black ops mission to gather deadly viruses from all corners of the Earth in order to create a super vaccine under contract for the government. Luther Corp has reason to suspect, however, that not only is Mercury not CIA, but he may be betraying us for personal gain. We have already observed him circumnavigating the globe at an astonishing pace, sometimes seeming to appear in two or more places at once, and his lack of cooperation and proper communication has alarmed the project managers. There's uh, one more paragraph on this, but it's still, it's, this is pretty sick, dude. I, Add something, go. Well, no, no, no. I got Vengeance Chronicles. Dude. I know, because when I read this, this, I was like, this is actually really cool. This seems like a side story that would be its own, like, web series that we've seen before. And and you could easily promote it, because with AOL being right at the front and center of that shit... I mean, they've they've done that before. What am I missing? Hold on, hold on. This is kind of ridiculous now. So, do they go into it at all like this? Or is this strictly just Well, they do show it later, again. Okay, okay. They do show it later again in the episode. In this one, but no, do they do it later on? Is this? I can't remember. I like honestly, this whole thing, this little side thing, might just be new to me because I don't really remember. You Lex can... going to the depths of like searching all over the globe. I didn't. I didn't remember that part. I can't believe that. So it sends <laughs> great Rojas. <laughs> yeah, she was. She really, she, really, she really exposed Lex. <laughs> Your mission is to track Mercury to all the locations he visits, covertly monitor his activities, and collect evidence of malfeasance. Due to Mercury's inhumanly rapid movements, we have established four teams to effectively cover the planet over the course of the next several weeks. Red Team is already on the ground in Honduras. Gold Team is tracking its target through the Asian subcontinent. Blue will move in a southwesterly direction beginning near the Tasman Sea. And gray unit is an uh, is en route to as yet de- undetermined location near the coast of Mozambique. You will report back to this journal regarding any unusual activity you witness, but you are to keep your distance from Mercury at all times. Do not make contact with him and avoid detection at all costs. Periodically, the lead scientist from our vaccine production program will also report into this blog, allowing us all to remain on the same page. The only persons with access to this site are Mr. Luther, myself, the Luther Corp scientists, and you. We will look forward to hearing of your progress. Project Mercury 2 LDR at 1.25 p.m. EDT, April 13th, Thursday. This has been an ASMR from Joseph. <laughs> yeah. I really read that fucking thesis so hard. You should have done it like this. I should have. So that way you would have been able to put people to say. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, wasn't that fucking cool? All right, so, so that's what's cool because he showed those two. There's he showed two videos. Obviously, one guy was Asian, the other guy looked black. So I assume those are his parts of his team. Races, but kind of. I assume the Asian guy's in Asia. <laughs> Why can't he be in Africa? He knows the culture, man. What? <laughs> what? What if they were already there and he's just like, hey, I need you. Do that. You over there. You're already over there. Do that. Yeah. Like Luther the Corp's age. international, bro. Okay. But now what I enjoy about what you just read to us so eloquently is 
I want to know why Fine is allowing Lex to follow. Fine knows. Like, it's not... It's not as if Fine is not going to realize that Lex is following him at every turn. Because as we know of Brainiac, maybe this one could be different. He can hack into any type of server mm-hmm. in order to be able to see exactly what you're doing at all times. Which is why... Why did I have Vengeance Chronicles? Dude, why did we, all of us... Why couldn't I have Project Mercury? The Mercury Chronicles. That would have been crazy awesome. And I would have had more fun. I bet there's, there's no mention of comics. I feel like this would be the perfect time to have no. comics. The next one is not until next season. And it's uh, with the magazine. It's not, There's no more comics. Damn, man. They could have utilized, they really capitalized on this. And by the way, don't get me wrong. There are comics, but they're not until season 11. Right. Oh, uh, well, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and season way, 11 is comics only. Exactly. And I have them all. Don't worry. We're going to go through them. Fuck yeah. But so, yeah, no, dude. Project Mercury, which is cool. I love how they called it that. Vengeance Chronicles, piece of crap. Yeah. I don't even know. I wonder if we do actually visually see Project Mercury, Mercury in the uh, episodes. You I cannot remember that. Know. Reading that was like brand new to me. No, I I love that. I can't believe it. I'm so happy you stole those companions from me because I would have enjoyed that me. tremendously. You give them to me. No, 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 no. I I just because he's full of really big thing. You'd still be under the prem. Like you wouldn't even know what he is. Still, I no, no. I would know what he is at this point. Yeah, I would have known what he is by this point. Maybe Thank we'll you. never know. It says we'll never know, dude. I would have known by this point because I would have said that they changed his character, especially when he was watching the Matrix on his computer screen. But enough of that, Joseph. Let's get to an inappropriate scene. Yes, we. So yeah, we we ended on Lex's little side project. Chloe walks in, is like barges in. Technically, I feel like yeah, we're still at the Luther Mansion here, and yes. I know your moral compass has a tendency to veer off course, but um, attacking Alana and getting attached to her like this when she's most vulnerable is pretty fucking bitch made. She says that he is taking advantage of Lana. Now, I'm going to ask you, which is why I already paused. Is he? I will have to say no. Because... Who is taking advantage of who? Oh, Lana, probably. Who is the one that's using the other more? Kinda. I would honestly say Lana's the one using Lex for everything. Because... To feel important and money in a house because she's poor. Well, Chloe actually says it. There is... I disagree with this scene entirely from Chloe. Let me get this correct for the audience. I do not like this scene from her. Even though you're a decade retired at the Torch, first year at the DP, you run that bottom floor. This, why are you, why are you not talking to Lana? This has nothing to do with Lex. Lex is the guy that is getting hit on. You think that Lex is really like putting his claws into her? And here's the other side of it on why this blows my mind. I hate to bring her up. I know people get upset, Mm -hmm. but there is a point. Alicia. Alicia was shunned by everybody in Smallville. Why? Because she apparently murdered people. Or well, she, she also attacked Lana. She hurt the fuck out of her dad. Okay. Or, like, practically almost killed him. But everyone started really hating her because she attacked Lana. Mm-hmm. Who has attacked Chloe 
and almost killed Chloe. Lana. Nope. Lex. This is true. Also, Lionel. When it comes to what Chloe has experienced with Lex and her coming to him right now and yelling at him for taking advantage, dude, this is your friend, Chloe. You need to talk to Lana where if you have almost died from this guy and she is still like, I'm going to date him. Then you know what? You and Lana have your own problems where you shouldn't be friends because that's not a friend anymore. But that is between you and Lana. She should respect not talking to this guy because he almost murdered you. There's no respect here, but it's not between Chloe and Lax. Yeah, girls just need to talk to each other, am I right? It's so true with this. And Lex also... I'm going to take this. All right, so Chloe... Go for it, dude. Take the reins, brother. She says, I can't believe you're taking advantage. Lex now is playing pool. Business deals. Telling her... He's playing pool by himself again. I think your reporter eye is getting a little cloudy. Because, you know, I think you're starting to see things, Chloe. I don't know what you're talking about. You know... I don't think we both have to guess how much electricity was in that room. It could light up the state of Kansas. <laughs> I'm like, really? Do you think so? But, uh, <laughs> Chloe, I'm surprised that you would even know or could judge the affairs of the heart, considering you've never had a relationship, right? Whoa. That's not a burn. He's making it seem like that guys don't want her. Guys do want her. Do they? Are you kidding me? Do I have to I go through all of Bart? them? Pete? JTT? Do I have to go through all of them? Adam Brody, my twin? I don't want to keep going. Dude, you're these... mentioning a lot of season two people. House of Wax? This is what I'm Okay, about. he just wanted the he most... He was obsessed with Chloe. He wanted the popular people. He wanted Chloe more than anything. What he are... had his popular group, dude. Dude, you really wanted to do this He had the most, the okay. most likely to... Suck dick. Remember her losing her virginity to Jimmy? Jimmy Olsen, shout out. You think I forgot? Never gonna forget. Oh yeah, she hooked up with someone at the Daily Planet internship. Exactly, and she admitted that she lost her virginity Well, Lex doesn't know that, too. It doesn't matter. My point it is... It does matter. If you're Chloe, is are these burns? I mean, she feels burned. Why? Because <laughs> she's never had a boyfriend. They all just want to nail and bail. But it's her choice that she doesn't have a boyfriend. And also, her and Clark did date for a little bit. Suck it. It's true. Yeah. All right, you got me on that one. Yeah. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Because they did date for a little bit, like a couple episodes. Uh, Lex, thanks for bringing up my relationship past. Do you think that Lana would be remotely interested in you if she wasn't hurting right now? Yep, hurting for escorting. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> you're pathetic. Lex is like, hey, look, I appreciate you looking out for your friend. I mean, I'd do the same thing, but your concern is is unwarranted. We're friends. Nothing more. All right. This has nothing to do with him. Lex, I know you're used to getting what you want without even thinking about the consequences, but I promise you, if you hurt my friend... Are you even friends? There will be a consequence, and you're looking at it. What? Hey, Chloe, I can see why you're single. (laughs) No wonder boys don't like you. Um, okay. What does that mean? I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what they're doing. Exactly. It's the wrong person. 
Yeah, and that's why Lana gets mad. Spoiler. Um, no, that one's weird, because <laughs> someone's right, but somebody just acts so awful. Let's go to the next scene, where CPS agent is now taking Maddie away in the car. Lois like, what are you doing? I told you, the freak couldn't be by glass. <laughs> She's a freak. <laughs> glass freak, glass freak. What do you not get, people? Why is Lois so awful? It's because she has a ponytail this episode. Dude. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, I heard you the first time. Will you just get her shit, please? Get her stuff get so I can face. leave. And then Lo- or Lois is like, oh, I'm so worried. <laughs> Are you? Clark leaves me for 30 minutes and this happens. Of course. And then look. Oh, God, she turns around. The glass is moving in the car. Holy shit, we get a glimpse of a random guy at the entrance of the farm? Who the fuck is that? Daddy. Maddie, get out of the car. Glass breaks. Child services, guys. I, is he dead? I yeah, think no, he's no, dead. He was completely dead. The glass shot into his neck. Lois is good. Probably got a couple scratches. What do you mean a couple scratches? She has glass sticking out of her back. Hey, dude, watch your mouth. What? That's not watching my mouth. That's the truth. Do you not see the pieces back there? Look how big they are. Oh. All right, so we got to talk about... You could do it on commercial here. Talk about this guy who just shows up right now. Yeah, cause... some guy, like, a little, like I guess blonde hair, like, brown He looks hair. like Keith or Sullivan from 24. Think so? Kind of. I mean, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the car glass is all broken. All the glasses, like, close the door. He tells Maddie, stay in the damn car. Stay I'll there. I'll take care of this. Oh, Lois got some glass shards right in her shoulder. Yeah, I told you. Looks good. It's huge. Lois deserved it. All right, so the dude just decides to ram the fence as he's reversing out in the car. For Fuck no this reason. fence! Yeah, he did not need to do that. He had enough room. <laughs> he had entirely enough room. Maddie's looking back like, oh, my God, help me. Drives off. Lois lost the kid. Lois is a horrible babysitter. Um, Lois didn't even like the kid. <laughs> oh, no, don't take her! Oh, shit. He was in the Umbrella Academy? Who did he play in Umbrella Academy? I didn't watch Umbrella Academy. You really? Yeah. I, I would at least give it the first season. First season's pretty good. Their first appearance is in a free comic book, too. You know who made it, right? Who made it? That's the most random shit. The guy who wrote Umbrella Academy is the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh, cool. That's really cool. I literally, I, I remember just first watching, I was like, who the fuck is, whatever his name is, I forgot his name, but I checked it out, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you would have never guessed, like, I guess from the drawings, if you look at the actual comic, it fits probably with his, I guess, what you would assume his style is, but. I think he's written a comic. Hmm? I think he's written a comic, too. No, that's what I'm saying. That's his comic, Umbrella Academy. He invented that story. He oh. wrote it. My Chemical Romance lead singer invented Umbrella Academy. For so- and he made the show? No, not the show. Sorry. Oh, okay. Not that's the what show. I was confused. That's Sorry. what I was confused. I was like, wait, no, so he's strictly did comic. I was okay. talking strictly comic. Okay. He invented it. Yeah. Okay. He cool. made the story, original story, wrote it, probably drew it. Anyways, yeah. Why I brought up Umbrella Academy is Calum Keith Rennie is the random blonde guy we saw, older dude, but he's actually in a lot of stuff. Why I mentioned Butterfly Effect earlier off uh, off the mic was that he played his dad in prison when he went to the prison. 
And then his dad ended up choking him. That's him. <laughs> you can't play God, son. A lot of butterfly effect. We love that movie. But he was also in Umbrella Academy. Uh, oh, he was in Jessica Jones. He Ooh. played Dr. Carl Malice. I think he was the guy who was like giving them powers. And I just shit. can't believe they killed the real hero in that show. It's just crazy. Purple Man didn't do anything wrong. Okay. <laughs> what? Kilgrave was the hero. What? Dude. God, I love him Wait, so there was three seasons of that, right? I didn't watch anything past the first. Really? Yeah, because then they started focusing on... Oh, second one was about her mom. Yes. Third exactly. was about some was... random killer dude. Oh, actually, he's in a lot of stuff. He was in Legends of Tomorrow. Ooh, hey. Uh... Let's go to... He also was in 24 for three episodes. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Holy shit. That's kind of funny. You like how he called that? But yeah, he's in a whole bunch of stuff. Even Battlestar Galactica. Ain't that something? So we go to get a punch, right? At the Smallville General Hospital. Yeah, why are we here? Clark shows up. Damn, Lois. Sorry, man. What happened? Yeah, Smallville. Honestly, like you were there, you would have been chopped beef, man. Yeah, because he was worried, and he said, I wish I would not have left. Clark, chill the fuck out, and Amber Alert is out already. I don't know why you're freaking out. Anyways, did you get a good look at the guy, Lois? I Um, hate to bring this up again. I hate it, dude. I hate doing this to you. See, you remember how I brought up Alicia's episode earlier, right? You're bringing it up again? (laughs) Yeah, because this is something that you've always argued against me with, which is her interest in Tim. Chloe, or I'm sorry, Lois. What the has fuck are you about to say? The man? worst taste in man I've ever seen in oh, my life. Oh, because she does oh, this. I want you to read what she says. Next. I know, I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh man. I know you I was do. Waiting for this. Like I told the Sheriff Clark, mid 30s, sandy blonde hair, you know, good looking in that psycho killer kind of way. What? And when I when I first watched it, dude, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Lois, you make me look bad, man. What? What is this? This is this is a pattern. There is a pattern here. Yeah, there is a pattern. John Schneider directed his episode Talisman. Who didn't agree with it? Lionel, <laughs> aka John Glover. Okay. Now we have John Kent Jr., John Schneider Jr., Tom Welling, Clark Kent. Yeah. He directs this episode. Who does it affect? Did Erica say anything? No. <laughs> Then I don't believe you. Only, only, they, only some people like. Comp- Lover really said this episode was shit. <laughs> well, Lois, Erica did well, not. Erica was practically part time in this season, so maybe she couldn't really say anything. John Glover, Lionel, can't blow my role. <laughs> Your mustache looks great, Tom. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing there? <laughs> Did you get your punch? Is that a new look? <laughs> so what punch, what, what awards do we think Clark has gotten from all his punches? Like, what, what are you at now? Like, we're at like maybe 50 at least, right? Dude, he gets a free surgery. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you turn all your punches in Dad's for. dead. Who's going to get a heart surgery now? Exactly. But he turned in a lot of cards in order to get that surgery. He really should keep like a dude. It'd be so cool. He should keep like a backup doctor. Like that actually knows him will die to keep his secret, but just actually, he has him on retainer. He had that. She died. Who? No one died, Taylor. If yeah. you're talking about Helen, she didn't die. Remember, she jumped out of a plane, and we didn't see nothing happen. She's dead. She took a parachute. 
She's dead. She took a parachute in a storm. Did she? I don't even think she took the parachute. No, no. I they, think she said, I feel bad, Lex. I'm out. She probably didn't even know how to. Actually, I think she did take a parachute. No, no, she did. But the problem is she jumped in a storm. <laughs> She's alive. There was lightning going if, on when she decided to jump. I'm still going to What it. if I told you she came back? No, she doesn't. Shut the hell up. She doesn't. Okay. <laughs> You got me excited, she does. though. She does. Got me dude, so excited. I would be excited. I really wish, because after rewatching that, I was like, dude, she needs to come but back. But you brought up a great point, too. Lex over there to Chloe. Yeah, you have a boyfriend. Lex, haven't you been married, like, twice? Yeah, you got married by some random chick who kissed you, and you fell in love, and then second time was Helen, who was actually cool, but you ruined that. And also, didn't your dad bang your girlfriend? Like, two of them. Yeah. Gross. The he-, he was even cahoots with Ke- Helen. Yeah. Uh, she tried to kill you on the plane. Flex. She said, I'll come back to you. Because Lionel gave me like $100 billion. Lex has a lot of balls to make those type of comments. But Chloe should not have been there. Look, dude. Lex is just horny. Hey, can we go back to Lois and Tim? And she really was attracted to him because this is her type. Let's so basically, go. Lois would have been one of the girls that Ted Bundy killed. Like, absolutely. Because what did every girl say about Ted Bundy? He was so good looking. He was charming, very social, talked very well. No, no, Ted would have been too good looking for her. Too good looking? Yeah. I remember watching the the guys that she does like are not attractive men. Aquaman. Okay. That's different. She only liked him because he uh, believed in the ocean. Oh, that's right. Because she wasn't attracted to him at first. She liked Tim, okay. When? Oh, sorry, did I say Tim? Yeah, I did say Tim. You, you know it, Sandman. All right, anyways. I love that you even knew that line and you knew what was going to happen. I did. Because she's awful. <sighs> so, she's like, honestly, the person I saw, it has to be someone who's like desperate to be with Matt. I wonder if she like, has a dad. <laughs> and Clark's <laughs> like, huh. Okay. This is kind of sad. It is sad. Maddie's at some random gas station or whatever in the middle of the road. She's like trying to call Clark because she somehow memorized the number. Good job. And she says, Clark, pick up the phone. Please, please, please. Pick it up. please. Hey, the guy comes what like, are you doing? what the hell? Why are you running? Look, look. I'm your dad. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, what wh- What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, I was locked up all those years, Maddie. You're the only thing that kept me going. I would do anything. You killed that man. You killed Naomi. Ah. Uh, um. <laughs> you killed my real mom, <laughs> okay, didn't you? Gotta stop. Look. Uh, yeah. Your mother didn't like me. She said I couldn't see you. She called me a monster, so I killed her. <laughs> Dude, his explanation is terrible. I just wanted all of us to be together, you Hold know? On. Dad. On. You like butterflies? <laughs> yeah, you like butterflies, right? I'm not just making that up on the spot. <laughs> look, look what I can do. Yeah, look at this. And she's like, uh, nice piece of shit purple butterfly, dude. I don't care about that shit. And then the flea market? <laughs> and then does she break it? No, he does. No, because he says it's okay. Because she even makes a face at him. Okay, so wait. That I think mean- she breaks it. All right, so then let's get to that. Because I put, I put down in the notes as this being a possibility too, so now you're bringing up what I can ask. Was it him trying to teach her in that moment? Of being able to teach her how to control shapes. 
I th- and morphing the glass into something? I think yes. So, yeah, kind of basically yes, because I think his whole thing was he's showing her this little glass thing. Oh, she'll love it. But kids are liable to break things. You know what I mean? So, yes, I think in the long run, he was like, she may break this at some point, and I'll show her you can put it back together. I'll show you how to control it. I'll show you that you can do more than what you're thinking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, do you think? Oh, I I was asked, do you think he was testing her right now? I don't think it was purely a test okay, at this okay. moment, but I bet you, like like I said, in the long run, he was probably like, oh, okay, happened now. I'll show her now. All right. I was, I was so, kidding. yes, I'll say yes. I think he was, in a sense, trying to teach her something there. Yeah, like a father. Yeah, the best dad ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, all I want to do is put our family back together. Mom's dead. I, I killed your mom. Mom's dead. How are you going to do that? You're going to bring your bones back together and her also, skin? Also, look, I can put the glass back together. He does put it back together, which is kind of cool. So it's like, look. You belong to me. Now get your fucking ass in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he really does grab her arm, though, and shove her in. Yeah. He does put her in the in the front seat with him, though. Looks like they're bonding now. Now we have a new car. How? Don't understand. We um, killed the guy. You killed the owner of the car? Yeah, the mechanic that was there. So what's cool is that we get a nice picture. Oh, we figure out Maddie had a dad. We figure out, wait, oh, Maddie does have a dad. We're at the DP. Maddie Van Horn's long-lost father. We see a picture of Tyler McKnight photographed with what we assume is Maddie's mom. The OG. So, yeah, Clark and uh, Chloe are here, and he's like, well, yeah, so he was Maddie's uh, mom's... He said what makes him her dad. <laughs> well, he they were sweethearts a year before Maddie was born. What's your point, Chloe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Uh, Did they date? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me tell you this, Clark. He actually ended up in Bell Reef because he also had the <laughs> abilities of controlling glass, which means, by the way... Maddie's a second generation. That's what's cool. That's what I wanted to talk about because, yes, they do point it out. Yeah, he's the media freak, but Maddie is like the second generation, which, which the way she reacts, it's like it's a first for them, but it's like, damn, how many are there right now? Chloe got turned on by that. She's like, this is a second, rate, second generation. So it's crazy. It affects the DNA to that extent. Is this a class X? <laughs> What would be this class? Obviously, it's not un- unidentified. She makes up letters here, so you gotta gotta see what class she would do for this. Hold on, second generation, so class S. No, she's already had class S. Class S would be the class best. G generation. Oh, ah. generational. Okay, there we go. So. Yeah, her dad had the misfortune of being at a meteor, or during the meteor shower, he was at a glass staining the shop. The first one. The first, oh yes, the first one. Glass staining shop, and then so he locked up 12 years ago, Belle Reeve. He's been locked up since she was born, basically. Oh yeah? Hey Chloe, how the hell did he get in there? He robbed a jewelry store. Okay. Hey, but guess what? He got caught. He had He had five stolen carat diamonds. He was caught. Diamonds weren't. Yep. Blue Streak, part two. Wait, wait. So he just escaped? He walked out. He was a model patient. The shrinks gave him a full, clean bill of mental health. Well, okay, Chloe, we don't know what this guy's capable of. Like, we got to help. How? We have no idea where he's going. Wait, where did he live before he was arrested? Oh, he was a bum-ass little boy. He lived with his mom. Oh, man, what an idiot. (laughs) Good, good. 
more for me and you. <laughs> Such a loser. <laughs> I never well, know what she's doing yeah, back there. Yeah. Let's talk to a little also a little sad part is that Clark goes to that address where Tyler lived with this his is, mom. This is the only part I put in the notes. Clark's kind of an asshole. Yeah, eh. this is kind of a big deal, and you just really just laid it on this woman like. Well, I oh, guess that's what makes oh, me. You didn't know. Maybe that's what makes me sad about it. It's just like it's so abrupt, and like yeah. this old lady just like lets this random kid in. You showed up at my. And house. he's like, "Hey, sorry, just been looking for Tyler. I figured he'd have his daughter with him." And she's like, "Daughter? He doesn't have a daughter." And he's and he's like, "Um, okay." Hi, she's I'm being looking for, real. for Ray Finkel her and a new pair of shorts. <laughs> her name is Maddie. She's 11 years old. She's like, I have a granddaughter? And she's like actually getting concerned about it. It's like, yes, but like Tyler has her and she could be in danger. And so then we see that we're in the basement of this house. And we have stained glass in the back just hanging up. And so Clark actually goes to the back and does recognize a piece. The lady's like, oh, isn't it beautiful? Clark's like... Oh, yeah, because I've seen this in the Talon, actually. And the the mom or the grandmother is like, yeah, isn't it beautiful? Like, he made it just before he got arrested. And so he left it here, had it stashed away just until, obviously, maybe he'd never see it again. But I had to sell it in order for me to have some money for the house. Clark then says, wait. Did they ever recover the diamonds? Yeah, because I think it clicks for him. Does he really know the painting or the stained glass that well in the Talon? Like he's because he points directly Are to you a being spot. Serious? He points directly to a spot a, on the stained glass in front of him. He? He's like, "Yo, did he ever catch those diamonds? What? I remember seeing diamonds in the other one." What are you talking about? So he knows the Talon. Yes, I know. Okay, dumb question. I guess. Yeah. Thanks. It's like Clark doesn't know every detail of the town. He's looked through the walls, dude. He's what? found bodies there. Get out. Yeah. <gasps> Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Miss that guy. He's dead. The girls. Squirmies. I can feel you. Okay, nope. Leg. We're not doing that again. <laughs> so, yeah. So Clark's putting it together like, oh, shit. I know exactly where those diamonds are. Because if you never recovered them, then I know where they are. We glimpse now to the talent of the actual stained glass painting, whatever, that Clark was referencing. Seven diamonds just stashed in there. We're in the talent, and now let's get weird. This never broke. No one ever recovered this. Not even a random person. Joseph, let's get weird. Okay, we're getting weird. This is really weird. And also, let's bring up something you just said, though. Lex didn't know. Yeah, this is like survey this whole thing. Like someone didn't say, "Yo, Mister Luther, you got f- seven grape valued diamonds in your stained glass over there." You would think Nell's boyfriend Dean, for as much shit as he talked with that mouth of his, he would have recognized that there was diamonds in the stained glass. He's a horny guy, man. You brain would, brain blood is diamonds? clouded with horny thoughts. Also. You know it's not made out of glass. Diamonds. Diamonds. Because diamond is a diamond. So what happens? Nothing. Well, he's able to take them out. Yeah, well, he's telling Maddie, because Tyler, we're at the talent, and Tyler is telling him, like, yep, I stored him here right before they threw him into Bell Reeve, Maddie, but I always knew that I'd get out. I always knew I would, and that we'd be together. Shut up, little Mikey. Don't you want to be together? <laughs> 
And so now watch he's like, this. Watch this, Maddie. Oh, it's got glass coating. Okay, let's Why? just pick him out with your fingers, man. Look at my hand wave across the glass. And now the diamonds just pop out one by one. Maddie is a little scared. This guy then smiles and he's like, I did this for us. I stored them here so that when I got out, we could start our new life. I hid these for you, Maddie. For us. <laughs> for, for you. For all of us. Take them. No. I'm okay. Maddie's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Go on, take them. <laughs> want me to eat them? No. <laughs> I don't want to take them right now. You stole them. No, I fucking didn't. <laughs> you just said you did. <laughs> like, also, why do you want her to take them so bad? You, She doesn't know what to do with those. Accepting that he stole them. That's oh, why. Oh, like, I'm your dad. Accept me for who I am. Yeah. God, what a pussy. That's what these diamonds mean. Also... It's kind of hilarious how quick Clark makes work of this guy. Twice. No, stop spoiling it right now. Sorry, you're right. It's crazy how quick he makes work of this guy. Because we have questions on the second one. Second one's weird. <laughs> but Clark shows up. He's like, let her go. Immediately, Maddie runs. Tyler's trying to do some glass bullshit. Clark speeds run- speed runs over to him. He's like, okay, you're an idiot. Grabs his shirt, throws him to the counter. Okay, your mom's going to have to pay for that. What the hell? And now, We couldn't just knock him out. No, we have to send a message. He has to keep breaking shit? Yeah, you want glass once you fall on top of glass. Yeah. yeah. Glass in your ass, bitch. Yeah, that's how I roll. My ass is like a cheese grater. You don't want to go in there. Hamburger helper. <laughs> but yeah, Clark embraces Maddie like, Maddie, come here. Like, we're good. He's good. He's not going to hurt anyone ever again. He's not going to hurt you. I love it because Maddie then hears Clark's voice, know that it's okay, immediately turns around and hugs him. Mm-hmm. She honestly feels safe with Clark. And it, this is what I enjoy about the episode. It's not weird. No. I can make fun of all the other crap. At least Tom did this well of being able to show a Superman and a child where it's not... The Evan thing was weird. The Ryan thing was still weird because Ryan was a pain in the ass for how nosy he was. This relationship between them works, and I honestly wish she would have stuck around. You know, it's crazy because I did mention how he's a girl dad because the other two you were boys. You say that, yes. I think he's a girl dad, but also this kind of validates it because in the crisis on Infinite Earths between the CW shows, Arrow, Flash, and all that, when they briefly showed Smallville as, I don't think I've ever seen that. as Earth's whatever the fuck. It's a different, obviously, multiverse. They go there, and it's Lex, and he's wondering where Clark is. And so Clark talks to him for a second, and he ends up having two daughters. He doesn't have sons in that, in that world. In this world, I guess. Yeah, the problem is, though, here's the problem. John is such a well-written son that... I could also be wrong. Maybe it was one daughter. I know he had multiple kids, though. But I want to say it was two daughters. Either way, I enjoy the relationship they are building here. And like I said, this is finally the one that's not weird and makes sense because it's somebody that's scared where Clark understands. And Clark... Clark is moving on where he's not needing somebody to comfort him like getting some ass. He is just looking for a purpose. He's looking for something to care for. Where he's not wanting for something like 
big than like the planet. He doesn't know what caring for the planet really means. Third time's the charm too, because with Ryan, he knew how to control his powers pretty much. Yeah, and like it wasn't really a challenge with him. It was really just kind of buddy buddy with them too. Not really like anything crazy. I mean, I wouldn't call it buddy buddy. Okay, maybe older brother type of thing. Yeah, annoying younger brother. Sure. Shut I'll up, that. Garrett. Evan was kind of in the same situation as Matt. He didn't know how to control the powers, like, but he, he had su- his dad. he had such limited time with him that he didn't know how to comfort like at him at all. Instead, he laid on top of him as he blew up into an old man. Evan was a murderer, though. Yeah, of course. Never forget. Yeah. That guy didn't do anything. <laughs> he just had sex out of You party. don't want to be my dad? I was born like a day ago. <laughs> he, he just had sex at a party. <laughs> That's all he, he did. He hooked up with a girl who wanted to blow him. Yeah. That is why. Always use protection. Jimmy's. This has been sponsored by Trojan. <laughs> this has been sponsored by Taylor, the guy with two kids. <laughs> no. The second one's not here yet. All right, dude. By the by way, the time this airs, this is gonna be. That's true, and everyone should know that if the episodes, if we don't give enough shout-outs to people, just know it's because we're having to do these in advance. I already Megan decided to get pregnant again. I'm not even sure it's. That's my true. It's all her fault. I'm not even sure it's my kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna take care of it. You know why? Because I'm like Clark, a good guy. Dude, you are a good guy. Good job. Shout out, Megan. You know who's not a good person? Let's go to the next scene. Dude, this is the best person, honestly. We go to the DP again. She has a Lana point. walks in. She has a point and she ruins it, Joseph. She ruins it all. <laughs> she comes in and Chloe's like already like, oh shit, didn't expect you to be here. I didn't think the Daily Planet was on your weekend orbit. Lana already looks mad. She looks annoyed. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, I just got off the phone with Lex. Chloe's like, okay, all right. And she already knows. She's like, all right. And Lana's like, I don't understand, Chloe. Why didn't you just talk to me? Why didn't you just talk to her? Good point. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Look, Lana, I'm sorry, but just. Hold on, pause it real quick. Pause it real quick. Pause it real quick. Lana, valid. Valid. You are valid right now. I love the point. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe's like, look, Lana, I'm sorry. I I didn't think you were interested in talking to me about your love life. My love life? With Lex? You gotta be kidding me. Okay. okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Lana, let's pause. You're losing me. <laughs> You're losing me now. Lana, it's okay to be honest. I'm not gonna burn you at the stake. Shout out, Isabel. I'm disgusted. <laughs> There's nothing to be honest about, Chloe, so I'd appreciate it if you stopped spinning your rumor mill before you talk to me and ruin my reputation more than you've already have. You've already embarrassed me enough. Pause it. You embarrass yourself! <laughs> Not only that, Joseph, I have to now do this with you. With that phone call between Lana and Lex, this had to be Lex calling. This is no bullshit. I honestly believe this. Hey, Lana. Chloe just came here and like said like we were together. Like She said you had feelings for me. Is that crazy? <laughs> it's it's so like that is what he did and that is why she mentioned i'm so embarrassed oh my god yeah it's crazy right why would she say that i mean do you so much more older than you so much more mature and bald (laughs) you don't like hair right i mean is that why you're with clark do you think i'd look better with hair 
You asked, I asked you that. <laughs> but that's how the conversation had to be, where Lana now has to go to Chloe, and this is also weird. You couldn't wait till she got home? You had to come right now at your work. I'm going to tell you off, Chloe. Perhaps, Mr. Fox, a simple phone call might suffice. <laughs> Lon, okay, so yes, Chloe. This is my one line. This is my one line. Chloe, let you get. Chloe shoots some fire right now. Dude. She says, "Lana, I understand if you want to hurt Clark, and it's just like, but just don't hurt yourself in the process. Going after Lex, Lana's like, what? Before you go into the next part here, because the next part is also good. All right, so Chloe doesn't believe." That you, because here it's just doesn't believe that it's just nothing. But this is what I love about it. Lex is the victim, but he's the predator. He's not in this situation because the prey, at what we are going to get to, is in heat. Spawn. You walked up to him. Yeah, did that cat thing exactly? Like, put, the, put the butt up. You did the Martha Lionel thing. All right. But yeah, Lo- Chloe says Lana. Lex is nothing more than a predator. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. You have me. Chloe, you're out of line. But Lex is a predator, Lana. Like you said, Lana's response. She thinks she did something here. <laughs> Lana says, well, I don't plan on being anybody's prey. So we have nothing to worry about. Okay? And then leaves. You've been like the prey to every guy you have been with. That's how the best ones start. What are you talking about, you weirdo? You didn't do anything. Because also, this is this is what Lana does where she has to seek comfort in a man without really getting to know herself. Fuck and yeah. that is why Lana is not able to mature and grow. And with Lana even thinking... What are you talking about? Lex and I just went to sushi and flirted, and I invited him back to my room. Also, we tried to lock you up in Bell Reeve together, and maybe we talked all night, and he spent the night, and we cuddled until Clark came, and then you came, and then you grabbed your taser and ruined everything. But who cares? Lana has a point, and she ruins it by lying and acting like a teenage girl. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to be more mature, and we're not. We're not growing. We're not doing anything. In fact, did Isabel help you? Like, was Isabel the mature force that you needed? Because I feel like we're going backwards. We're staying what we were when we were with Whitney and Adam and not Jason. Jason's beautiful. But with those first two, I don't like her. I Am I supposed to? I'm so confused by there's a lot of Lana this season and it's not good Lana. Bro, we, we But she's being shoved down my throat. When did we really have a good Lana though? Like first actually like second season might have been her best. Maybe. maybe third. Maybe. Third was fine. I I don't Was she sick? Fourth was bad. She's middle of the year. Well third was when it was starting to get bad because of Adam. 
that you know what we already talked about this adam container well like whitney whitney was whitney was too well you know why adam container dude kick to the stomach (laughs) (laughs) and she took it diabetes (laughs) i know you have diabetes (laughs) i love him I love him so much. Yeah, I mean, it's just low blood no, sugar. No, this is it's cool. He just needed a Snickers bar. <laughs> okay, so this scene. You know what's funny? Like when I was watching this, I literally looked up and I was like, "Damn, is the episode already over?" I felt like I was getting an end scene here. Like this is the end. Just gonna have a nice little convo with Lois. This is kind of adorable. Um. Yeah, they're yeah. a little cute right now because you. Oh, know not wh- between them. I don't think that they're cute. Sorry, I'm not doing this. Lois has sucked so much this episode. I am yeah, not going to say that they're... Yeah, sucked my fucking heart up, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no sucking any heart this episode. In fact, Why? Because Lois feels bad about the girl. Lois is annoying. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? It's what Tom's you? fault, dude. And Lana's. They said, Kristen, we're going to give you the best story this year. Lois doesn't need anything. Chloe would be like on the side, like still good, but on the side. I put in my notes for these scenes. I got Joseph can talk every scene, <laughs> and I'm Lois, talking. Go ahead, he can talk all he wants with Lois. This yeah, is so, awful. So they come back in. Lois is in a cast, or sorry, in a sling. But this is and, adorable. And and Clark's here too. And so Lois is like, yeah, I just what hurts the most, honestly, is just knowing how badly I treated that poor girl. What hurts I the lit- most? <laughs> I literally Just being had, so close. Matter do what you say, what you say. You better stop. Rascal Flats? No. Feels like <laughs> Come on. Rush. Is Rascal Flats even Bart. playing right now? No. Then why are you seeing it? Because it's much better than whatever the hell Lois is saying. Dude, she tr- feels bad. She had no doubt Maddie was a cold-blooded killer. Clark said... Dude, I fucking told you so, man. You don't know who people are sometimes, you know? I have to give you credit, Smallville, and your knowledge, or actually not even knowledge. What she says is very adorable of him on how he has been with Maddie. She has found very impressive. And I have to... So good with kids. Are you surprised? Because now we can see why maybe Lois and Clark end up together. One of them's good with kids. The other one is awful with kids. Maybe she gets better, dude. I don't know if she... I don't think she would with kids. Mm. Soldiers! (laughs) Hey. Good morning. That's their good morning ritual. And Lois even says, which is why she doesn't get better. Who would even want that freak, though? Right, Clark? Well, her grandmother actually wants her, and she's very excited to be able to adopt yeah, so her. Yeah, Maddie's actually excited. Yes. The granddaughter's like, fuck, or the grandma's like, fuck yeah, I want to know my granddaughter. 11 years, bro. She didn't even know. Damn, she's kind of old already, though. They better get someone, like, soon. Like Clark even, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Clark? Is Grandma that- not going to be alive for a long time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she looked fine. Fine? She looks fine. She looks fine. Yeah, you see a stained glass? You want to make it stain even more? <laughs> Ew. With what? Blood? It's the only normal color you could put on there. Because if you put any other Why color... Why would it be blood? 
<laughs> but any other color, what is that going to What do you mean any Explain other color? the colors. What If it's blue? I said I'm going to stain it. Yeah, stain it with what? What do you think? There's <laughs> a lot of things. Blood. You were right the first time. <laughs> Damn. All right. But that was still, still <laughs> And with Clark, though, saying, you know, Maddie reminded a, me a lot of myself. Well, my of, parents adopted me. Yeah, but you never tried to destroy a house, though, Clark. Martha yeah. now walks in. By the way, this is this is also when Clark has his mustache. Like, he really just be having a mustache low-key. And it's kind of funny. He's going through a breakup. It's very <laughs> hard. Yeah, Martha's like... One of them's taking it harder than the other. <laughs> Where's Lana's mustache? <laughs> so Martha really just comes in here with a weird attitude. It's just like, yeah, Clark kind of sucked as a kid. You wouldn't believe it. Hey, Lois, so since Naomi's dead, can you be my chief of staff? What do you say, huh? Take it up. Take Clark it up. Clark then Come says, on. what, are you sure? Mom, what the fuck? Martha then says, I'd be getting mad at this point because they just keep reeling Lois back in. <laughs> Whoa, wait. Hold on. I, I agree with this a million percent. Wait, wait, wait! I'm not talking about no, the job. No, 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 no! I'm not talking about the job. Because what I mean is her, Martha, acknowledging that, um, your father won the race because of Lois. I wouldn't be in this chair without Lois. I think Lois is able to do this job. So, Lois, what do you say? Lois is about to cry because it is a very touching moment Because because Lois did earn the job. Now, here's my question to you, Joseph, because Martha said, I think we both know you're better than just pushing cappuccinos. Who is running the tally? <laughs> um, apparently. Sherry? Apparently, Sherry is still here. Apparently, Lois. Apparently, Lois is running the town. It's impossible. Now, she because she has now. a sling. Well, no, she can't do it because she's now the campaign chief of staff. Yeah, the campaign chief. They'll get the they'll get the next runner up, man. Who's that? The next new hire. They're gonna have to learn the cappuccino machine. Though. They're gonna need to do an outside manager hire. Outside? Let's get Lex back there. <laughs> he needs to put some hours in the town. <laughs> Lex would never be able to make anything. Mm. I'll take a scone. What the fuck you call me? <laughs> the fuck is a scone he would know what a scone is what he he knows fluent japanese that doesn't mean that's not fluent <laughs> japanese it's not even japanese like how it sounds it's more like that's more like chinese i think sure you know before you get in trouble <laughs> let's go do a scene that makes no sense okay but it's kind of cool <laughs> we're with tyler mcknight Maddie's dead. Where are we? We're Joseph. at the Smallville Medical Center. Why? <laughs> because he needs, to get his, he needs to get his boo-boo checked. What boo-boo? His cheek. Who? The Tyler. Tyler's cheek? Yeah. Since when do we care? You need medical attention even if you're are getting you arrested. Me? When have we ever cared about any of these super-powered people and if they get a scratch? Hmm. You think he would have used his powers by now? Everyone knows he has powers. It's in his records. Well, are they entering or leaving the medical center? They are entering. I don't think they're entering. Why are they on an elevator? <laughs> Maybe they're different floor. Now they're going to go to the lobby? What? No, no, they're going down. 
Yeah, so they're going to the main floor. What? They're inside. The, so he got taken there after that accident. After Clark fucked him up. Joseph, if they knew that he had abilities. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying where, when they took him. Joseph, what they just said is, he has glass abilities. Send that new guy. You don't like him. <laughs> Where's the guy with the glasses? Yeah, the guy's making us all look bad. What now, is that glass? I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't think it is. You love this scene, though. It's cool. He's like, gets in there, and he's like, nice glasses, man. The deputy's like, thanks. They were cones! <laughs> and then my guy, Tyler, really just said, okay. Glasses just broke through that man's face. And Tyler's now free. Once again, episode is not done. Nice glasses. Psh. Eyes explode. Sick. You know, no, no. You know what else is nuts? Let's go to the Kent Barn. More peanuts? More peanuts. <laughs> Kent Barn. Got some cows. I'm Maddie is now the, the house worker. Um, Maddie's now the house worker. And Clark's like, Maddie, what the hell are you doing? Maddie's like cleaning some windows. Clark, you saved my life. I just wanted to help out. Maddie, Martha comes down the stairs. You don't need to worry about that. Maddie then says, sorry, I'm just used to cleaning up. No big deal. I'm just a guest. Clark says, yeah, and as a guest, mom's going to make you a double stack of banana pancakes. Mom, make her the fucking pancakes now. <laughs> yeah, he looks at her just like, right, mom? <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, uh, you know the guests always have mom's banana pancakes. Martha right? does... <laughs> Right, Martha? Mom? Mom, I mean. Mom, I mean. Mom? He's taking John to a whole new level. We don't even have bananas, Clark. Make them. (laughs) I'll make it out of my hand. (laughs) But Clark does, or Martha tells Clark, you know, it is really impressive seeing you around her. Your father would be really proud to see you. Damn. That hit. It did. That hit. In the fucking kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right mom that was really sweet now get in the fucking kitchen and make the mom, damn pancakes i don't know if you can hear my stomach but i'm hungry maddie says she wants pancakes <laughs> mom get your ass in the kitchen turn on a stove maddie is starving i told her double it I told you you make the best banana pancakes. You're gonna make me look like a fool. Do you want me to be known as a liar? <laughs> I can't be a liar. It'd make Dad shamed of me, huh? Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, mom. By the way, he really did volunteer. <laughs> yeah, because Martha's like, oh, I, got, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting to do that today, but I guess I'll do that because yeah, like, I wasn't. Busy? I'm she, not senator. Yeah, I'm not about to go to the office. I'm not about to talk to chief of staff about things. I'm not dressed to go oh about my, my day. I'm not. I'm not about to. Whatever you want, Clark. You know what? This kid is sweet. She cleaned my window. I guess I can make her some food. Okay. She also broke all my shit. Yeah. So thank God she fixed it. Clark, you fixed that, right? <laughs> no, no, Maddie fixed that. Oh, you're right. That's why she wiping it. She's the houseworker now. She got to make sure that there's no cracks. She's the maid. Let's get to Clark, though, and her talking about fathers. Yeah, because she asked him, have you ever met your dad? 
your real father. Yeah, he's a dick. And he's like, yeah, I actually kind of have. And she was like, how was he? Uh, he was pretty bad. But look, the thing is, anyone can be a dad, Maddie. I know you're, you're worried about yours and him being bad or whatever. But even though he's your father, it takes someone special to be your dad. And what I enjoy is that Clark even tells her, I wish you would have been able to meet him. And he is referring to John because he is talking about how a great man he was. And he was the one that was able to teach him how to control his emotions. Mm -hmm. Clark is being a wonderful parent figure, somebody to look up to right now. I do love, once again, the relationship that these two seem to have. They're... This is what I mean by I wanted her to stick around. This is what vengeance didn't do. This is Clark getting over it, but also learning more about himself and him knowing that he has to teach. Yeah. And like the younger generation that do have abilities, just shunning them out or automatically labeling them. He's trusted people before. It's just this is like a growing opportunity. I don't even think he did this with Ryan. Not really, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like there was no teaching moments. He's like, Ryan, what are you doing? Don't, don't, don't do it in here. Don't look at my head. Well, John was around, dude. He was a sweet man. It's a funny looking helmet. It's a four. <laughs> to keep out the real bad guys. <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> Magneto, dude. So, um, yeah, Clark does mention her, hey. You actually have a grandmother, Maddie. She's actually very excited for you, like, to meet you, um, for you to come live with her. But I don't know her. I, I know you because she wants to stay with Clark and Martha. I don't know why she doesn't. She hasn't caused problems. The person that there was a problem with is gone now, as far as what they know. It's just interesting, especially with this scene and why I do love it. When them with them telling Maddie this and Maddie having the realization that she's not going to be with Clark, she starts to have one of her moments where all the glass begins to shake in the kitchen. Martha even becoming scared. Clark doesn't even flinch. Yeah, he just like looks. He's like, look, Maddie, like I wouldn't give you to anyone who's not going to accept you for who you are. Like this is your this is your blood grandma, pretty much like she she will take care of you. And so she actually cal- he actually calms her down by giving her that little talk. And then Martha smiles and it's like, okay, like I feel kind of, I feel like I want to smile too. Look at them. They're so sweet. But it's it's a learning thing for her. Mm-hmm. Like it's not and this is what I enjoy. It's not just something silly. This is her learning how to control her autism according to you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're the one. Well, she said- just started talking all of a sudden, so it's like autism oh, gone. Start- <laughs> yeah, autism gone. You mean being deaf. Right. <laughs> deaf doesn't work. Gotta find another pop-in. Put it in her notebook. <laughs> dude, he does sign language all the time. Whatever, dude. Josh. All <laughs> right, but let's go to a scene that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so we come downstairs yeah yeah we're still in the kin house here it's now why are we down coming downstairs now no no it's nighttime joseph we were upstairs yeah and then we came downstairs because guess what hey mom we need another set of cards 
And yeah. then the glass is broken on the back door and he didn't hear it? Nah, bro. He don't use his super hearing like that. Only when he wants to. Yeah. And the glass is shattered kind of crazy. Yeah. Looks pretty stupid. Like ridiculous. And then Clark says, stay here. He because leaves. he freaks out because he says, Mom, he immediately runs to his barn. He actually jogged over there, man. We, I mean, I guess. <laughs> this is right there. <laughs> we can't speed run over there. It's his mom. Joseph, I don't understand this. Yeah, so <laughs> Mr. Glass, <laughs> Tyler McKnight, decides to hold a big piece of glass against Martha, Martha's neck. Like He's about to slice her throat. Yeah, it's like puncturing it almost already. And he's like... Don't do it, man. You move a muscle, your mom gets her throat slashed. Okay. I'm thinking, Clark, you could easily just go and just, like, knock the glass away. Hey, bring me my daughter. Bring me her now. Clark doesn't even hesitate. He's, like, looking at him. He's like, yeah, right, bro. Yeah, but this is kind of weird. Him- Clark then says, oh, yeah? Heat vision! He does heat vision? And it knocks the piece of glass Why out Why can't of we speed run to do this? Why don't you just punch him? Yeah. We'll knock the glass out first, just in case. And then punch him. Would he has heat- no time to do anything. Yeah, Joseph, uh, quick question. You bring up a great point. <laughs> would the heat vision knock away the piece of glass? I don't even know. I don't think Is he, If he does it like a big burst like that, I guess. Would he? I, I didn't know that. I was... I mean, melt it? Sure, I could buy it. But just push it away. <laughs> what? I don't know, man. I don't know. Also, this villain seems kind of weak. <laughs> um, I literally said, like, he makes quick work of him both times. Like With Clark pushing that piece of glass away, though, Martha then gets up, runs. All of a sudden, we now once again have an Order of the Phoenix moment. Okay, this is like the coolest moment he's done all episode. But, yes, Order of the Phoenix when Voldemort gets all the glass shards. This does nothing to Clark. He gets the storm of glass shards and aims them at Clark. Clark just runs and jogs towards him. Except... They reverse, and they combine in just a few. Makes a glass spear. And we find out someone has stronger powers. Maddie. She may not be able to control them, but she has the stronger abilities. She's the girl, dude. She's the better girl version of this guy, bro. Well, she's the second generation. Second generation. Gohan. If you're born with the abilities, then it's more in your blood than something just happened. This it grows I do enjoy as mm-hmm. well because this goes back to why Chloe even freaked out earlier that we're seeing, oh, if you reproduce, your offspring may be even stronger than what you can do, which maybe would show Clark it's okay to have kids. Yeah. That's also what I'm kind of going with. Maybe. I mean, yeah, man. Clark, but Clark did Clark could definitely be a daddy, bruh. Should Lois have kids? No. <laughs> it's not a poll. Should, Lo- should Lois adopt? Yes, no. no. <laughs> Lois shouldn't be near children. Anyways, we're back to the scene. Yeah, yeah, back scene. to the actual episode. The dad starts begging because he's so weak. He's like, oh, Maddie owns him. No, I made a mistake, Maddie. I'll never hurt anyone. I swear. Clark's trying to talk Maddie down because Maddie's trying to kill him. Much better than what Roja, Rojas did. Yeah, yeah. Clark was like, yo, you got to stop 
you trust me, you, you you don't have to follow in his footsteps. He won't hurt anyone. Be better than him. Rojas then appears. Get him! <laughs> Stab him in the fucking face! She would. She'd do it. She would. She would have done it. Vengeance Chronicles. Forever. She's like, you killed her mom? <laughs> Dead. But only I can do it. Yeah. Are Joe you? Clark, what the hell? Don't kill him. I'll do it. Caprinda. <laughs> and then Maddie hugs Clark. And then Maddie drops Tyler, her dad. Clark convinces Maddie. Maddie drops the glass. Tyler cries. Unbelievable. He looks at them. He looks at them hugging. The glass falls and he just cries on the ground. What does that mean? What? What are you crying about? By the way, shouldn't. uh, I tried. I should never love me. This is what I mean by some of these villains here. He should have tested his powers where you should have brought glass with you. So then you could have done like an X2 Iceman wall, but made out of just glass. So Clark could have get through because he's having to comfort Maddie. And you could have possibly escaped. Instead, you cry. Um, He couldn't do anything to Clark, if, even if he really tried. What if he flew away? With glass? He would put it underneath him like Magneto does with metal in order to be able to float. Glass? Uh, Yes, actually, that makes sense. Thank you very much, motherfucker. Well, he's not doing it. I know. (laughs) Instead, he's crying. (laughs) Yeah, he's crying. That's... We're not using our head. What if he was looking at Matt? He was like, take them. Take the tears. (laughs) Take them. Take them. By the way, I don't like those tears. R.I.P. Tyler. Alright. Let's go to Maddie being to her grandmother. Very touching scene, actually. Yeah, I don't have anything it's, negative it's to say. It's nice, here. yeah. We're at the Kent house right outside, and Clark's about to give um, Maddie away to her grandma. Maddie's like, you're not going to be with me. I'll have, I'll have no one to talk to. He gets down on his knees again. He's like, Maddie, your grandma is like, gonna not, cannot wait to talk to you. She wants to hear... Literally everything about you, everything you have to say, she's missed 11 years of your life. So, Maddie's still concerned, though, that she won't be able to control her powers. And Clark's like, dude, I've seen you. I've seen you do it. You're going to have no problem. If you ever feel like you're going to lose control, all you have to do is just pick up the phone, call me. And then she says... I already miss you, Clark. That's the saddest little shit I've seen in, in a little while. That's what I mean. Ever since John. And what I enjoy about it is that it's believable. This isn't something that's really silly. This is something where I'm even sitting back going, Clark, she wants to stay with you, bro. This is kind of like a Casper moment. Like, <laughs> just allow her to stay because you would look after her. And she's perfect for somebody to be able to learn how to control the abilities this could be something. This is the real child you need. Not Evan. No, dude. We needed a kid. We don't could... need unicorn explosion. No. Super aggressive blow up. It's like rainbow Supernova puppy baby. from Blue's Clues. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. No. Dude. I have to listen to that shit. I hate rainbow puppy. <laughs> Love him. I'm going to give you a gift. It's going to be rainbow puppy. But... A little also adorable thing is that uh, before she's about to dip, Maddie gives Clark a picture, a drawing, 
and this is very adorable. And yeah, he, she ends up dr- drawing actually a whole little nice picture around his shitty ass stick figure he drew for her at the beginning of the episode. Because it was a cell portrait. Yeah, it was so a cell portrait. She included him in a family picture that she drew. Yeah, and then. With the grandmother now pulling him, Maddie goes. The grandmother already embraces her. Oh, gives grandmother's her a, so pumped, dude. Gives her a kiss on the forehead like, oh, I've my God. I've been so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> God, I have. I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Martha walks her to the car, gets her in the passenger seat. They're dipping out. See you later, Maddie. Remember when Evan left? That ended kind of on a good note. And then he died. So maybe Maddie's going to die in like a week. When did Evan leave in a good note? He ran away to kill his father. Remember his, I think his aunt or... Talking about Ryan? Sorry, Ryan. Damn it. Keep done it twice. Yeah, but didn't his aunt then sell him to Dr. Gardner? Well, his his power, something got worse. And so he she needed treatment. So she went to the guy. Who, so she sold him. Yeah. Daily Planet Time. So Clark's here. Chloe's like, yeah, cool. Lois. I'm interested Lois. to see what you say about this scene. Huh. I'm okay. interested on your opinion here. All right. Yeah. Chloe talks about Lois having the chief of staff position now. It's like, okay, she's going to be at the state capitol a lot. It's like, as long as she doesn't get my mom impeached, you know? He's like, yeah, well, I think Lois is the least of your worries. Have you told mom about Lionel? He's like, no. Nah. She's got a lot on her mind right now. Hey, uh, how's Lana? Was wondering when you were going to bring up that L word. Oh, shit. Why do you call her, Clark? Why don't you just actually pick up the phone? I was trying to give her some space. What? Okay, well, why don't you talk to her yourself? Hey, Chloe, seriously. Bro. She see anybody? Dog. Chloe is like... I'm Dude, not gonna spy on her. If you don't want to, not doing if this. you want to get all this information, you do that yourself. You talk to her. I'm not doing this. No, she doesn't even answer him. She just says that. But yeah, don't make me your spy, like you said. Goes up. Clark's like Chloe. Is there something you're not telling me? Chloe says, No, not at all, and walks away. Doesn't look believable, but though. But not Clark, at all. But Clark will still question it. So Clark might be high right now. Hey, this is maybe the only time because Maddie's now gone. He could finally lo- light up a bowl. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what do you say about that scene? I think Clark's a fucking dumb little idiot. First off, okay. Because has she met anyone yet, bro? It's been like a month. What? What are you? None, what of are your, you, none of your business. What? Yeah. What are you doing? Okay. Like, even if she... And she's not just going to be hooking up like that. But she is kind of a whore. But anyways. You know? And then Chloe... I would have told him. Boom. Chloe's an awful friend. I love her to death. I would have told him. Tell him it's Lex. Joseph. Joseph. This is, you have an entirely different relationship with Clark than anybody else. Entirely different. And now you're having two people that you know that are trying to uncover the extraterrestrial 
of what's going on, especially with Fine. You're already talking to Lionel, his father. Uh, There's so many key factors here where why didn't you tell him? Especially because you and Lana don't have a relationship. No, but apparently they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in girl world. Girls ah. don't like each other. Right. This is how it goes. Because they don't <laughs> talk to each other. Right. But I don't understand why she didn't tell Clark. And for me, that's a bad friend. Clark, shut up. Don't ask about Lana. Just keep it to yourself, okay? But Chloe, dude, you should have told him. Because also, you're going to make him look dumb. Oh, he's going to look so dumb. Like, that's what I would hate about it. If that, if, I'll put it to you this way. If I found out and Chloe knew... I would be mad at Chloe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're an asshole. Just like that 70s show, bro. It's exactly like that 70s show. I'm so glad. I just want to take my anger on somebody. I came Eric, to the mall today. Eric knew. Does that, does that help? Yeah, it does. He's like, well, I'm just going to tell Kelso. I don't understand this. And again, if Clark finds out... Chloe makes him look stupid where Clark has to walk in on something. I'm not even going to say that he deserves it. I'm saying Chloe should have been able to tell him. You know his secrets. Mm-hmm. This is silly. It's I'll tell you what, if I'm Clark, I keep things from her. Once I find out, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Write a report about me. Yeah. Pissed. Pissed. Dude. I love her. I love her. It, hurt, keep, it hurts you. I do anything. It hurts you. Suck a fart out, dude. <laughs> but... Suck a fart. And what? <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> no, but, I'm keeping it. No, no, you gotta cut that out. Suck a fart. But it's a bad friend, and it's bad friend in two scenes now. You've handled everything wrong. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy though about everything is that we get one of the craziest scenes I've ever seen. We get nominee. For best villain of the year, <laughs> dude. No, it's it's already it's a wrap, dude. I'm sorry, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So we come to the Luther Mansion for our final scene. Luther Mansion, everybody. Luther Mansion. Lex is on his laptop at his desk. We're at nighttime, and this is where I told you. This is where I'm just gonna mention it again with the project stuff. So you'll see right here. Project Mercury to U.S. U.S. I don't know. It's probably just all. So U.S. Obviously, there's a U.S. location. There is an Asia. Project Mercury to Africa. He sees seeing all these people. Blog, blog ready. Blog ready. So you think it was this? Yeah, it was that. So it was that. So yeah. then he's sending it. Yeah. He made it seem like it was like anonymous. Well, he made it seem like it's he's another like another lead scientist, like he's right under Lex, like he t- he spe- like basically talks to him directly. Joseph, if you get this email, you're dead. Like you do <laughs> not want this email. This is not the email you want. But it is cool. It does. Sh- <laughs> I don't want this. I'm not doing this. Lex, last time I did something for Lex, except like all right. cookies. No. <laughs> so Lex stops what he's doing. Lana comes through the door. Who's done up to a T? Lana looks pretty, like, ready for business. Lana looks, like, ready for ass. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. Looks Are like you she's being serious? She looks like she's maybe ready for some business, dude. 
like going to a party, like a holiday function, like exactly. a like a coworker, like a coworker party. Going to a club. Like, no, no, like a coworker party. Bro. Lana doesn't do anything. This about ain't. Th- this is like not revealing or anything. This is like I'm just nice. Like I'm not saying it's revealing at all. That's not what I'm, my intentions are here. This is done up. I don't think it's looking for ass done up though. Okay, she is only done up like this. To your point, if she's going to a party, she's also single, bro. You got to cut her some slack. She's got to. She's got to done up. She got to be done up every time. How long has she been single for? I don't know. It's it's definitely a short amount of time. Continue the same, please. I will. <laughs> I will. Lex says, "I thought you were busy ex- explic- explica- explicating Shakespeare." <laughs> what the fuck? What is he talking about? He thought that you were going to have sex with your mother, right? Is that Hamlet? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, he says some weird shit. It's like, I thought you were busy. Whatever with the, whatever Shakespeare bullshit. Maybe hey, it's Beowulf. Lana says... Beowulf Shakespeare. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not. But she's like, yeah, so I actually wanted to talk to you and set the record straight. Okay. Lex is like, um, I don't think the record could be any straighter. I'm not gay. Chloe's working. <laughs> Chloe's working on a story. Chloe's working on a story where there is none. And Lana's like, look, your friendship means a lot to me, and I just don't want to have misunderstandings get in the way of that. Dude, shut up. You're already doing this so wrong. Lana? I'm, I'm okay, not okay, going okay, to okay. allow you to get away with this if you're not going to do it properly. Okay, fine, fine, fine. fine. All right. Fine. <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. You go ahead. You go as Lana. You go as Lana. All right, all right. You go as Lana. You can do Lex. I'll do Lex. All right, deal. Lex. Hold on. <laughs> Let's just, just, just round it back. Restart it? Let's all right, just restart round it back, dude. Lana, I thought you were busy with the Shakespeare bullshit today. You know, I just wanted to come and set the <laughs> record straight with you tonight. The record couldn't be any straighter, Lana. Chloe's working on a story where there is none. Lex, you don't understand. Our friendship means a lot to me. I mean, I think that there could be a misunderstanding. Lana, we're on the same page. I'll somehow just like, it's just whatever. My apologies if it seems like that. <sighs> Okay, like, you just, you don't have to apologize for something that didn't happen, you know? Nothing's happened yet. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Uh, You know, this is is just crazy to have such a type of conversation like this. Besides, it's just a friendship, right? (laughs) Don't worry, talk is just a bunch of noise. (laughs) Let me just say something real quick. Back is turned towards her. They're talking like they're right on each other's shoulder. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I would never do that, right? I just need you to uh, complete this for me. Did we just finish each other's sentences? (laughs) (laughs) Right? What is this? It's just a bunch of nonsense. I know. I just hope we're on the same page. Page? Oh, we are, Lana. I promise. And then Lex turns around. And Lana looks at him. After he says, yeah, it's just all a bunch of noise. And he does look at her. And he reaches for the kiss. And she kisses back! Stop it, Joseph. She kisses. But then she backs away. Because guess what? She's had a taste of the forbidden fruit. She can't have it. The bottom lip quivers like no other. Lex decides to actually have some balls right here. Versus the last time when he... uh, 
Well, that was in Reckoning. I guess it didn't happen technically, right? He didn't kiss her. No, he did kiss her. The second time? Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's when he did. Yeah, Never mind. I'm tripping. That's when he did. That's when he did. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you good? Yeah, this one is like, <laughs> oh, you, no, no, no. you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you you are. okay? You're not drunk, right? Right. <laughs> And she's and he's like, like Look, it's just something that happened. Lana tries to like walk, but she stops. She turns around and aggressively gives in and kisses him. Tongue, everything and grabs the like ball heavy head. making yeah. out, heavy making out with him, swapping spit, and then she abruptly leaves. And then what does Lex do? He just stands there alone, and he smiles. Can't wait for that. Pussy. He's so happy. He's so happy. How hot was that, huh? I hated every second of that. Okay, in all honesty, that's what the issue with that scene was. Uh, it was supposed to be hot. Why did you leave? If the scene ended with her her just passionately kissing him that, and you just abruptly end it and go to the credits, it's much more of a shock factor. Her leaving, how old are you? <laughs> I mean, this like, is playing games. This is setting breadcrumbs, but this is 14 years old. Like, I shouldn't have kissed, but we kissed. But maybe I didn't want to, but maybe I did. Is Clark jealous? Does he know? We should tell. Who knows? It's really some vibes like that, this honestly. Is like, like teenager crap. Oh my God, that was oh so hot. I don't want it. Oh my God, it's so wrong of me. <laughs> How dirty am yeah. I? God, I'm such a skank. Lana, you're such a bad girl. <laughs> like Lana's the biggest piece of She's shit. She's the dude. worst fucking character. <laughs> like, yeah, Lex is the victim. I'm, I'm Lex is the victim. I've sealed the deal at this point, yeah. Lex, Lex is just is... like, damn, that shit was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Lex he is... doesn't know. He's thinking purely with his penis. He's... <laughs> Thank you. Purely with his Hey, who dick. called it from the get-go? Lionel. <laughs> Told him, girls always get in your way, Lex. You don't really love them. Mm-mm. But... Even that smile with Lex at the end, it's almost like a smile to his mom. But you know what it is? Oh, dude. And it's, it's like, like, oh, yeah, I'm getting what I want. Yeah. I'm getting the good life. Yeah, you thought I would have blood on my hands. No. I'm about to have pussy on my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's really crazy that there are these pieces of shit. Well, it's, it's nuts to me where you think, all right, Lex is pushing it. Lex is taking advantage. But then when you see that in scene, who's taking advantage of who? It's not even that. It's just like, he's just going to keep trying. And he did. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. And Lana is obviously putting those signals out there together. Like, oh my God, yeah. Why would we ever be like that? Do you think she's going to go to her <laughs> dorm now and to Chloe? I can't. I don't know why he's in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Trying to play off her yeah, side. Like, why is he so into Oh my me? God. You want to believe it, Chloe? Lex kissed me. I pushed him away, though. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I immediately ran out of the office. Yeah, I was like... And I had to come here to tell you. Yeah, I was like, give me more. Also, don't tell Clark. Maybe, like, if you have to, I guess. But friends keep secrets, right? (laughs) You know, it's just crazy. It's like, she was really craving that intimacy. Lana's just a horny demon, dude. 
But I this, hate her so much. But this is why I say that Clark and Lana needed to be separated. And this, if I'm being honest I with mean, you... I mean, yeah, they need to break up. This is a shout-out to a person that also is proven wrong, and that's Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, you're wrong. And this is why. With them being separated in this episode, it shows that Clark is growing. She is not. Hmm. So they are better separated because of what Clark is able to become. That goes against that they deserve each other. That goes against that belong together. No, no, no. Lex and Lana belong together. True. Jesse's wrong. Shout out, Jesse. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, you don't, dude. I love you so much. No, no, no. Take backs. No. Taylor, Taylor said that. No. Take backs. But, dude. I'm going to run away after I kiss you. <laughs> We've come to an end on a very long episode today. What? What? How long? You want to see it? <laughs> I gotta go home. Megan's gonna kill Dude, me. Dude, she's gonna kill you, bro. But yes, thank you again for listening. Fragile was crazy. It was actually pretty crazy. Kind of wish Maddie would come back in a way. That'd be kind of cool to see her again. But we don't. In more control of her powers. Yeah. And instead of well, maybe, like, no, I don't think she does. And instead of like cool bar from Yu Yu Hakusho and saying spirit sword, she says glass sword. Mm, she did already start with a spear. Oh, dude. Maddie could be able to do some damage. Yeah. So we'll be back next week, of course, for episode 19. Don't know what it's called. But well, no. we were the two nerdy episode idiots. Episode 19 is Mercy. Mercy. I already see Lionel in the thumbnail. Can't wait. Uh, by the way, that photo of Lionel, he's in fire and he's holding something up. Oh, he's that's, in a trap? That's him and Martha having sex. Mm. This is what Martha No, likes. he's going to, she's, she put on, let's, we're going to make a man out of you and they're reenacting Mulan. Let's get down to business <laughs> to defeat the Huns. Yep. The soldier from the mountains. We are men. No, stop. We're done. Scorching gray, we are men. It's a great typhoon, we are men. Somebody save me, podcast. Dark side of the moon. And we're out. Goodbye.